0: you're listening to the podcast detroit network visit www.podcastdetroit.com
1: for more information the views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network its advertisers owners or sponsors
2: wrestlemania is upon us nxt takeover new orleans is upon us Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor is upon us. Ladies and gentlemen, there is so much to talk about. The Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla was also in Detroit this week. And man, do we have some funny stories along with that. We will get into mania. We're going to get into Super Card. NXT TakeOver, Chris Jericho, as well as discuss things with the Pro Wrestling Scorecards creator himself this week as we...
3: It's the ring.
0: I'm the best in the world. What?
3: Hey. I said, are you ready?
2: Finally. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the most inappropriate pro wrestling podcast in history. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew.
4: Z. Joe. Orlando. Smitey.
2: And me, the all Mikey one, Mikey himself. Uh, We have a huge show for you guys today. Uh, The creator of Pro Wrestling Scorecards is going to be calling in here any minute. Daniel, he'll be calling in. We're going to be discussing how Pro Wrestling Scorecards started, how much goes into ones, especially for ones as big as this week's, where Mania is a two-pager. And then you have, as well, the NXT TakeOver Scorecard. Uh, There's also some changes Coming for uh, the pro wrestling scorecards. So we're going to break, uh, give you guys a sneak peek on some of those changes. They haven't even announced them yet. They're announcing them here as well as so much to discuss. We have our NXT TakeOver and our WrestleMania events coming up this weekend at the downtown Detroit Buffalo Wild Wings. Make sure you're checking that out. No cover, $3 domestic pints, $4 select apps. Come in, you can watch TakeOver, you can watch Mania on Sunday. We have some giveaways from Detroit Respect. You guys want to check out some of those shirts, you can go to DetroitRespect.com. Jaegermeister has given us a little bit of swag that we're going to be divvying out. And the Buffalo Wild Wings in which we're at will have gift cards, I'm sorry, gift certificates that you can use at different Buffalo Wild Wings. Maybe $10, maybe $20, who knows? What's going to be going on? But we have so much, so much going on these days that you can come in, watch Mania, the whole show, pre show, 5 p.m. Fuck, all the way until Mania is over. And right now, we are talking with the man himself, the creator of pro wrestling scorecards, Daniel, calling all the way from his home, which is pretty far from us here in Detroit. How are you tonight, sir?
1: Uh, I am excellent.
2: How you guys doing? Uh, we're fucking phenomenal, dude. Uh, this is the first time we've actually spoken on the phone.
1: Yeah, we talk a lot. I've never actually uh, heard your voice on the phone, though, or, or spoken to you directly. <laughs>
2: well, now you have, and you're fucking welcome. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, we've been a huge proponent of yours on this show. I remember, uh, I I don't know... When we first started getting into it, we started doing our own predictions for things. I want to say a couple months into that, I found the Pro Wrestling Scorecards on Twitter. And I was like, this is fucking genius. And I brought it to everyone here on the podcast. And everyone uh, was loving it. So we, I sent you a message. I said, hey, can we use these? You were like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Go for it. Use it. Get my name out there. That's all I want. And we were like, Cool. Then we did it. We pushed you at PW Scorecards on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You guys can download your own. How many uh, downloads do you average, and what do you usually pull in for the WrestleMania weekend one? Uh,
1: I, a non-Big Four uh, typically gets us four or 5,000 users, give or take. Not very large. Big Fours, we're hitting somewhere between 15 and 20. Um, Mania, I'm hoping this year... I'm I'm really wanting forty thousand, <laughs> so
3: wow.
1: I might be uh, shooting a little high. But
2: <laughs> hey, that's the way to do it. What did you get last mania? Do you remember?
1: Twenty uh, six.
2: Twenty six. That's not bad. Plus, I mm-hmm. mean, twenty six when you guys were, I want to say, kind of just starting. If I'm not mistaken, right? When was your first one? Yeah, I mean,
1: at that point we were a year in. That was the first mania, though. Okay. Um, and it was twenty six thousand like downloads. So. I You know, I'm I'm estimating that actual user base is probably... I, I'm going to assume that most people are downloading this to play with somebody. Mm-hmm. So assume that every download account for two people, right? Right, so yeah. About 50,000 people. It's not bad for our first run. I mean, yeah,
2: every time I download it, I print up at least four or five. So I know for a fact that happens for our show. <laughs> I just downloaded to pad your numbers. <laughs> that was... <laughs> and that's, all, that's how it that's is. Fun. So how... D- I know you've been. done a, a supercar, uh, no, a Super Bowl one, correct? Yeah. What were the numbers for that one? That, any good?
1: N- no, terrible. No? Um, <laughs> I mean, we didn't push it very hard. And, you know,
3: all,
1: every follower that we have on, on any of our social is, you know, 100% there for wrestling. So right. yeah. I'm sure we had some crossover, but not enough to really push. <laughs> do you think uh, you'd huge huge do something like numbers. that again? Oh, absolutely. We're going to do it again next year for sure. Oh,
2: nice. And yeah, this way you get a little bit more uh advertisement pre- pre- before it all and maybe you get a, r- a huge number as well. So, I have yeah. to ask you, man, what got you into doing this?
1: Uh honestly, we had, you know, lots of people coming over watching the events and I was digging through Reddit one day and I found um a gentleman I can't remember his name to save my life made a very basic you know just pick the winners type scenario mm-hmm. and we had a lot of fun doing it um we did a few months with those cards and um and then they just disappeared stopped posting so i was like you know what i could just do this myself so um you know we started building it out and i want to go a little more in depth other than just picking the winners and you know what the fall pipe was right Let's, you know start getting uh yeah, coming up with the concept that became you know the the match extras. Um, first one we ended up building ourselves was for Money in the Bank. Um, I don't remember what year it was. Two years ago, I think it mm-hmm. was the one in Vegas, like, the Dean Ambrose one. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that was the first one we actually did, and uh, we literally just used it to play with our group. I didn't even post it anywhere. Oh, wow. Um. So the next time around, we started posting on Reddit only. That drove some pretty significant numbers for us. Um. And then a rumble came around, uh, you know, six or so months after that, and that one really pushed some heavy numbers, and that's when we decided we were going to, you know, um, yeah, expand, get the social accounts for everything, start posting it everywhere, and, and really start to build a, you know, what what is pro wrestling scorecards now?
2: So how many people are on your team, brother?
1: Um, well, I mean, <laughs> it's primarily me, but uh, you know, there's um. You know our, our our viewing group here, which is four additional people. They contribute a little bit. All the workload is really it, it's a one man show for the most part. This sounds uh, they're my proofreaders, my you know my help coming up with extras stuff like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like being a proofreader. That's pretty fun. I like doing that. <laughs> and then uh, so I have to ask you, are we, the first major pod, um, I guess, the first wrestling podcast. I mean, that, don't say, yeah, major. I, I pulled back. Uh, are we like the first podcast fun, to man, like dude. to pull, uh, to ask you to do this, or was were you uh, hit up from anyone else as well?
1: As far as I'm aware, you guys were the first ones that were actually doing it. Uh, yeah. a few I discovered a few shortly after, um, I discovered you guys were doing it. I don't know when they actually started though, so. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, you guys are the first ones to do it. <laughs>
2: Goddamn right we're the um, first. We hit it first, people. <laughs> we cherry-pop <laughs> PW scorecards. <laughs> um, so how long do you usually spend making these? And when I say making these, I'm not referring to the times where WWE doesn't push a match until three days before the event. I'm talking like... All right, are you are you just obviously putting in a little bit each week as it goes, or do you have a full set design that what you think the minute you see the logo for a pay per view?
1: Well, I mean, so that that's evolved over time. So when we initially started, um, I was trying to get very creative with each pay per view, like the one that um, that you guys had at that convention that Lita filled out. Yeah, we did a lot of like extra detail work in the in the match section and all that to you know, kind of theme it to the pay per view, like. That was taking me a, a very significant amount of time, uh, each pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So I started to pull back on that, where we're now using kind of a little more of a generic template, where we're kind of just matching colors, coming up with the the, the headers at the top, but keeping the general match setups pretty much identical on every pay-per-view. Uh, so that's streamlined the process for me significantly. But even still, like getting all the matches in there uh really trying to think through the extras to make them not seem overly repetitive, even though I realize we do use a lot of them over and over again. But try to keep the card yeah, you know, each individual card from feeling too uh you know, redundant. Um I I I stress out on that a lot. So I you know, I spend, <laughs> you know, five, six hours probably pulling it together. I did an all nighter last night pulling the mania ones to get finalizing the mania ones. Man. So
2: And yeah, that's a two pager man. So when you so obviously when there's like a two page one, there's a lot more uh, stuff involved in it and you try to keep everything in each match it probably as as different as possible like you were saying but i have to imagine with a mania two-page card not to mention the nxt takeover card that has to kick you in the dick a little bit
1: yeah yeah just a little it'd <laughs> be very uh yeah i i a lot of, a lot of time writing out the extras rewriting and rewriting and you know trying to uh Get away from you know some of the repetitiveness. You'll notice we use a lot less of the you know number of finishers now, mm-hmm. um, trying to cut back that a little bit. Um, you know, I've been trying to get rid of some of the yes or no questions because I feel like they're kind of just a luck of the draw. Yeah, I mean, you have a fifty fifty shot of guessing, yeah. uh, but I'm having a hard time getting rid of those ones, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Especially uh, in the intercontinental triple threat match, we got three of them. Uh, but again, man, I have to say, I'm I mean, not. I just felt like I kind of just buried you right there, but I wasn't trying to. It's just it's so um, detailed, and the like I said, you guys can go to their Patreon. Uh, it's Patreon dot com slash pw scorecards, and they're putting in the work for this. You know, Daniel and his friends they're putting in the work. Uh, and if you find that you like these, feel free to donate a dollar or something five dollars. There's uh, you guys have t- a tiered reward system on there as well, right?
1: Yes,
3: we do.
2: Uh, do you know what they are off the top of your head?
1: I mean. The rewards are nothing incredible right now. I mean, the dollar is just a, a nice thank you. Uh, $5 gives your name on the scorecard, uh, each printout. Um, there's a $25 one in there that's, that's strictly in there for people running uh, websites that they want it branded. We mm-hmm. just got our first uh, $25 patron uh, yesterday, actually. That's awesome. Uh, for a wrestling news site, yeah. That'll be starting to post shortly. I won't give that one away until they post it themselves. Right. But, <laughs>
2: So wait, are you telling me that if I gave you twenty five dollars a month right now, I could you just see BDR cast all over these fucking things?
1: Uh, twenty five dollars a scorecard. And it wouldn't be on the main posting one. It's like it's it's really built for like this website's gonna put it out as like a you know, their readership contest type oh, thing. Okay. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so there's branding for them and they have a special event extra specifically for them on the on their version of the card.
2: Oh, so it okay. becomes a specific scorecard then?
1: Yeah, I mean, oh. just one question is, is the only variant, but
2: <laughs> right,
1: but still, but the the design is branded for them though.
2: Oh, that's sweet, man. That's a way to go with that one. Stop giving me that look, Smitty. Are you gonna you gonna pay twenty five dollars a month? <laughs> I think
5: I'll twenty five dollars for a month, maybe.
2: <laughs> Get a special <laughs> car going for us. I like it. So you mentioned to me that there are some possible changes. Because uh, you guys, you look at this as your WrestleMania season. So when season's at, at WrestleMania, it ends. So technically season, are you going, Are you calling season two now since you started uh, this, a year and a half? It would or?
1: technically be three for us. Okay. If you count the half year we did.
2: <laughs> right. Okay. 2.5. So season three of Pro Wrestling Scorecards, you want to give us any sneak peeks on what is going to be any changes you have coming?
1: yeah I mean there's there's a few things we haven't nailed down yet, but um what we're definitely looking at is I'm going to go more towards that template based system so we could focus heavier on the quality of the content of the cards, not the design of the cards.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we've had a lot of suggestions over the over the course of this year around ways we get to change some of the questions and whatnot. Um, so we're gonna be adding on the pl- on any question of the plus or minus one. We're going to be adding a, a bonus point structure for getting the guess exactly correct. Yes. Yes. Nice. So, so you'll get the three points for hitting within the range. And then we, I got to work on the number exactly to make sure we keep this balance, but one to two additional points for hitting the number dead on. Okay. Um, we're going to change where we handle uh, finishers when we do use them currently in order to maintain consistency, we're using the finishing moves listed on the individual superstars Wikipedia page, okay. um, which, while it is fairly accurate most of the time, there are times where there are some questionable moves listed there as as uh, their finishers. Like the Queen's boot is a good example that you called out right. uh, on the last day of the year. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> what? Na- Queen's boot? When she does
5: that? <laughs> 1848 right. from Finn Balor.
1: So while the, the com list is restricted, and sometimes even missing moves, we're going to like switch over to focusing on that one. It'll make it easier for us to keep track of, and there'll be less confusion okay. for people that don't actually read the scorecard notes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is most people. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, we're working on, and I, I don't have the details of on this one yet, we're working on a tiebreaker system. We've been thinking about this one for a long time, trying to figure out a tiebreaker method that could also not result in another tie okay <laughs> so that will be built in as well i just don't have the specifics on that um we'll have our website will be up and running by the next pay-per-view
2: okay what, and uh, do the you...
1: scorecards oh
2: go, no go ahead sorry
1: the scorecards will also be I, I i'm not ready to finish I, I we're working on building a fully digital version of the scorecards um but in the meantime uh once we get the website up and running, uh, the ne- so for the next pay-per-view, the scorecards will actually be instead of just a PDF file, uh, that the only option is really print it and write out on it, we're gonna it's gonna be created as an actual form. So you could fill it out on your phone in an actual like drop down menu system. Okay. Um and it will score out for you uh, as you, you know, type in your scores and all that. So uh, that'll be going on. Next pay per view, and I'm not counting the uh, that Royal Rumble was coming up in that statement. <laughs> the next normal pay-per-view. Right. Uh, <laughs> so. so that sounds Those like... Those are the ones it. we've landed on
2: definitively. Uh, There's I like, some more, but... Uh, obviously, I really am a huge fan of the one where you can fill it out digitally and it's automatically adding up the scores because it's, mm-hmm. so, it's, it's not so much fun to sit there at the end of a pay-per-view and just, uh, you know, as I'm adding up everyone's scores to put it together and figure out who's going where, uh, with that, plus we have our, you know, our punishments and stuff. So it's way easier to figure out who the sucker that's going to be dressing up in a dress again next time is, you know. <laughs> uh, have you seen any of our, uh, does anyone else do any punishments or is that just an us thing right now?
1: Uh, you're going with a scene do it. All right. Um, it took so, us a while to
2: have it seen again too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you have, you said website coming up. Is that, do you know when that's going to launch?
1: Uh, I'll have that up before the next pay-per-view as well. All this should be up and running by um, the name of the next pay-per-view escapes me.
2: I think it's Backlash.
1: I believe you're correct.
2: And yeah. So and we should
1: be up and running on everything by Backlash.
2: <laughs> and I guess you must be happy that they're uh, doing dual brand pay-per-views now instead of a pay-per-view every two weeks.
1: I mean, there, there's a, I have a love hate with that. So the the nice thing is I'm doing less work. Right. Uh, the bad thing is I have less scorecards to generate income to continue pushing the scorecards. <laughs> <laughs> right. So good point. Um, yeah, but it definitely is going to be less work. So to give me more time, again, going back to that, ensuring the quality on the card, not focusing on, on, you know, the fact that I have a turnout three a month, you know?
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um,
2: now I, I guess the next, the final question that I have for you is when, when you are putting something like this, as far as the overall template, like, are you using a specific a uh, specific uh, program? Like, are you using like Microsoft Excel or uh, you know like Numbers from on the Mac or something like that?
1: Uh, I mean, the funny thing is, we started building this in Word when we first started doing it, but I we mean, had no had no intention of giving it to anybody else,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? Um,
1: but yeah, it, currently it's being built in. Um, I mean, some of the works being done in Photoshop and then also in, uh, um, in design. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, it's awesome, man. And you said you've been, so we've been doing this since the money in the bank that Dean Ambrose won and then cashed in his account, his, uh, uh, briefcase at the end of the pay-per-view. Um, other than, so yeah, other than all the stuff that you have announced, uh, what do you hope for? with are you are you hoping to make this like a man i can't wait to quit my job and just give out people scorecards type thing or is it just a hot a hobby that you have no problem dealing with for the rest of the time that you feel like dealing with it
1: <laughs> at at this point i feel it it's it's something that i enjoy using during each pay so i will continue to make them as long as i enjoy doing that okay i don't have any uh um you know false hopes that this is going to become something that is bigger you know than it is right now bro <laughs> however <laughs> however, we are also you know one of the things the 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 future roadmap is to build a website version of the scorecard that tracks scores across all users right and make a community out of it versus a pen and paper situation right um, so and that could open a, a much larger door for us potentially mm-hmm because it's more easily accessible to people, but right. um, until I get that done, well, I, I really don't know where that takes us. <laughs>
2: yeah, because I, I think I had even me- I mentioned it to you. I was like, why not have like everyone try and post their scores to you, and the person that you find with the highest score, give them a shout out on like the next uh, scorecard in itself, just so it's like everyone feels like they're always going to be a part of it, you know. But obviously, if you're trying to do that community type thing on the website, it sounds like you're taking that to the level I said, and then like plus ten.
1: That's going to take us quite a while to finish, though, probably. So, in the interim, we are going to start running some contests on the on the larger pay per views, probably, and maybe more frequently. I haven't really decided it, but um, giving away, you know, some shirts, stuff like that, and uh, giving some shout outs to people. So, um, yeah. we haven't really decided how we're going to handle that yet. But I do definitely want to do something. And, you know, there are plenty of podcasts out there that are much like you guys doing scorecards stuff, and they they have some of their listeners submit and give them things for winning. You know, so. I feel like I should be doing the same since I'm creating it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And then we're looking for a partner to help us as we go to the web version to, you know, get that web version scalable. So we're talking phone app potentially too.
2: Okay. Hmm. Hey, man, it sounds like you have a huge future ahead of you with this because I know we've loved using it every month. And like you said, you know, sometimes it makes these pay-per-views that we do not think anything good about uh much more enjoyable because we're like, oh son of a bitch I lost or God damn it, Smitty has to wear a dress again. You know, all, all that fun <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> that's that's my favorite feedback to get is, you know, people that enjoyed a pay per view that otherwise wasn't enjoyable or the messages I get around um you know, people that don't even like wrestling that are at viewing parties that get into the event just because they're playing at the scorecard. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of feedback that makes me like, like to keep making these that makes me want to keep doing them. Cause I enjoy that. I'm like improving, uh, you know, some people's experience with this,
2: right. Yeah, Even yeah. though
1: that's really WWE's job, but still whatever.
2: <laughs> they don't always keep up on that job, man. Come on. You you watch the product <laughs> as well. I'm pretty sure you've been right. just as disappointed as us. Uh, one yeah. last question Do you plan on doing anything with a New Japan or a Ring of Honor type stuff? Because obviously Supercard of Honor is a huge show this weekend, coming up weekend. Uh, New Japan has uh, their Wrestle Kingdom every January. Uh, Do you you plan on uh, branching out to any of that? Or do you think you're just going to keep this WWE until it's big enough to move into something like a New Japan? Or until New Japan and ROH are big enough to uh, validate you doing this? Cause I, like I said, you did the Super Bowl one, but that's also the largest sporting event in America.
1: Right. I get, you know, every time one of those larger events is on, I do get questions about whether we're making one or not. And it is actually one of our Patreon goals when we're hitting 150, a scorecard, I'd start producing, uh, for another promotion. But, oh. um, and it, every time I go to a ring of honor event, cause it, you know, they come through Vegas every six months or so. I always think, I need to start making these.
3: <laughs> right.
1: But, uh, you know, with the, the reduced workload of the WWE pay-per-views, I think, like, that opens the door to, like, start taking a look at some of the bigger Ring of Honor and New Japan events probably over the course of this year. Nice. Like, I think that's a definite possibility.
2: Smitty and Joe are both uh, very happy about that right now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that best on a world card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to start... Honestly, watching their products more consistently <laughs> to uh be able to make an intelligent <laughs> card. And yeah, <laughs> I that's... struggled very much making the Super Bowl one since I don't watch football. <laughs> <laughs> Me either.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I get it. I get it. 100 Cause there are like I I can honestly say I knew about ROH in New Japan, but I wasn't as um I didn't watch it anywhere near as much as I watch it now before really getting into the podcast. TNA either because, you know, no one was really watching TNA. They're actually getting a little bit better now. Yeah, they are. Um. Well, Danny, man, thank you so much for calling in. You guys, ladies and gentlemen, all of you who are listening, make sure you go to your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, and you check out Pro Wrestling Scorecards. That's at PW Scorecards. It's very simple. Facebook.com slash PW scorecards at P W S C O R E C A R D S one word put all together. And you mentioned you started this on Reddit. Do you still have a Reddit going? Uh
1: yeah. We post on uh Square Circle and the WWE subreddit.
2: Okay, so yeah, if you guys are on under Squared Circle or the WWE subreddit, make sure you check out the Pro Wrestling scorecards. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for calling in, man. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to every scorecard that you put out, brother.
1: Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good show.
2: Thanks, man. Bye.
4: All right, Smitty, you can stop. You can start dropping the M bombs again.
5: (laughs) I'm that nigga, 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 nigga. I'm that nigga. (laughs) Why why did back to the show, fella?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a real uh, polite interview. Polite interview. It
4: was oddly polite. Well, because Smitty didn't interrupt much. That's really why it went well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, it was also someone that when we were speaking to him didn't seem. It wasn't like. Remember that one wrestler that called in that we were all like, oh, fuck you.
3: <laughs> like
4: all of us were angry. Yeah, I hope he's listening now. Me
2: too. <laughs> that's why I didn't say his fucking name. I don't remember his name. Me. Does yeah. it matter what his name is? <laughs> yep, it does. Not at all. So bottom line is it was also a really good interview, and that's really what uh, it's all about. And look, we have been a faithful followers for of the pro wrestling scorecards. They determine our ring crew championship. Uh, hopefully a little bit more with that as well as uh, what I'm looking forward to. Uh, so yes, we will be using these at our event at the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, for takeover and for WrestleMania. So if you guys plan on coming down to those, get yourself a scorecard, see if you can stack up against the ring crew. Who knows, man, if you, if you can do it and you get it all right, Maybe we'll give you something special. You never know. So go to, uh, PW scorecards, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It'll give you a link directly. They have the pinned tweet on top and, uh, we've shared it into our page as well as our group page. Someone may have put it into cult of kayfabe as well. No clue who that is. Wonder if they can still make comments on things. Uh, but just let me do it. <laughs> so, uh, thank you again, Daniel, so much for calling in. And now let's, uh, talk about some. Fun that we had this weekend. Uh, at least three of us did. Uh, Chris Jericho ended up coming into town for Fozzy uh, the day after the Detroit Tigers opening day, what and mean that was Detroit Tigers opening day part two. Yeah, part two. So the day after Detroit Tigers opening day, which was supposed to be Thursday, uh, April sixth, I want to say um,
4: doesn't matter. Happened yeah. the next day. The,
2: the Tiger, everything got postponed. So things got changed for our schedules, my specific schedule included, because I went from not having to go to work until 8 p.m. to having to be to work at 10 a.m. And therefore, I was a little bummed that I thought I was going to be completely missing Chris Jericho. Smitty, on the other hand, you work at the bar that he was guest bartending at. How was the setup and everything going there uh, pre all this uh, Jericho hype? Uh, so so
5: we've, been, we've actually been pushing it. We were pushing the event uh for like a, a good two, well, a week and a half when we first found out about it. Our bartenders, some of our bartenders weren't so happy about the whole idea because it was the whole happy hour time on a Friday. Mm-hmm. But it, we had a really good turnout. Um, we had the Riff there. Uh, the event was from 4 to 7. The Riff got there at 4. Draco riff is a
4: local radio station for yeah. those listening.
5: So they were they got there from at 4. Jericho got there a quarter to 5 when he was scheduled to be there at 5.30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and he stayed till like a quarter after six. Okay. And it it was a really good event. We it packed our, our whole floor was fucking full of people. Um, it, it was it was a cool event. And the coolest part was he, he enjoyed the bar so much that after the show, he actually came back. And that's where I got to meet him and hang out with him. So when you got to meet him, because I honestly haven't even asked you about
2: this yet. So he comes back and you end up getting like, were you just sitting next to him at the bar? I kind of
5: walked into the bar and sat down and did not realize he was right there next to me (laughs) until his production manager, who I met earlier during the event, for the production manager for Fozzie, he was like, oh, so you're somebody, you're the guy that was cooking in the kitchen early. I'm like, yeah. And then he happened to sit down right there next to me, next to this really hot groupie chick that was there. And that was interesting because she kept whipping her tits out and it was awesome.
6: Um. (laughs) I mean, yeah. You are such a child. <laughs> were they great tits though? Was this? Uh, they were great paid for tits. Was his production manager uh, British? Oh uh, yeah, Jack Slade. Yeah, that's yeah the son of uh, ACDC's drummer Chris Slade.
5: Oh right? sweet, yeah. Few of known you that, that didn't know that. If you no, only know uh, that. I'm mad
0: years. at you, by the way. Why? Because before I left the bar, I said, hey, Smitty, if I leave my Alpha Club shirt with you, do you think I can get it signed? You're like, I'm not probably going to have enough time. And before he left, you got two things signed, you motherfucker.
5: (laughs) Neither of which
4: was the Alpha
5: (laughs) Club shirt. I got two things signed because I left shit in the kitchen. I was going to
0: leave my shirt with you.
5: And Sarah got – my manager, Sarah, got one of the things signed for me. The other one I got signed pretty much as he was Uh, leaving the door. The first time or second time? The first thing I signed during the event. The second one I got signed after the event because okay. I just left. So which, which, which one are you giving me to make up for it? I was going to give Mikey the Jericho photo because he gave me the Godfather's autograph photo.
6: Yeah. Hey, fair is
2: fair. I like it. I wasn't even planning on <laughs> that I one. I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Z, you also got to meet Chris Jericho with a broken phone, so you had to borrow someone else's phone. And I took and a better picture. Way better photo person. you took on that phone. Uh, how was your meeting with him?
0: um i mean short i hey can i get a picture yeah okay here's some tip money click my photo and that was that was about it i mean i was observing him behind the bar he seems like a really cool guy like he was definitely what do you mean
4: observing him that sounds creepy <laughs> no,
6: while waiting in line like paying attention to like how he means he was standing behind him breathing heavily <laughs> touching his can genital I,
4: region can i get a um can I get a picture please?
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to do a shot with the Mantis.
4: So.
2: I, I would like a photo. Can I? <laughs> and can maybe maybe a yacht boy. <laughs> I, I hate you guys. <laughs> uh my time with Jericho uh was much funnier. Uh, not only for the photo that I've taken, which is literally the blurriest fucking photo I've ever taken in my life. And that includes on super shitty old school flip phone cameras that I had. This was probably the worst photo I've ever taken.
4: i i have had my phone.
2: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I said, I've had flip phones and they're worse than that. Um, so basically I was at work and all of my bartenders told me to leave. They said, fucking go. Go have fun. You don't take smoke breaks. You barely leave this bar. Just go. It's two minutes down the street. Go. I said, okay. So I went. And I uh, told him uh, when I finally got to him, I was like, man, I didn't think I was going to be here. I'm working down the street. And he stopped me. He goes, hold on. Did you tweet that earlier? And I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. I totally read that tweet. And I'm like, yeah. Why don't you fucking like it? You know, God damn you. And I would have known you read it. So, uh, we were talking a little bit, and I, he was just like, hey, I'm glad you got to make it. I was like, so what can I get you? And I was like, can I get a Jameson Ginger and a selfie? And he goes, mm, I don't know. What's in a selfie? And my first thought, literally, there was a two-second pause. My first thought was, wow, he's dumb. Like, legit. I was like, how does he not know what a selfie is? Then I said, oh, he's making a fucking joke because I asked for a Jameson a stupid Ginger. idiot. Yeah, yeah, I'm a stupid <laughs> idiot. Uh, so I was like, oh, what's in a selfie? Us. Dude. Turned, he he turned his knee leaned his head back and literally laughed, and he goes, "That's a great answer." And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" At that exact moment, I realized I made a moment with a with a hero of mine, someone that I've grown up, that I've been very happy with, uh, and that was, was really the. And
0: point. his hands were so shaky, he couldn't get a good photo. Yeah,
4: <laughs> trust me, Z would know. He was observing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So (laughs) I got the photo with Jericho. And then as I'm walking back to work, uh, I literally saw the picture and I was like, God fucking damn it. This guy, I tried my fucking best to make that as unblurry as possible. Wasn't working. So I said, all right, whatever, man posted. It said, even though that it was blurry, still one of the great moments because of what happened. Um, Jericho ended up retweeting that tweet and it blew up. Like, you know, when a celebrity retweets anything, you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm really happy. It blew up, you know, whatever amount of likes and retweets and replies and stuff. But someone replied to me that I replied back to, and that was Scott Randall, one of the uh, DJs for the riff, the 101 WRIF here in Detroit. And he said, it doesn't matter if the photos blurry, man. Uh, you got a moment with your hero and that's all that matters. And I responded to that. I was like, yeah. Uh, that's, I agree. I'm not even really angry about this photo. However, to justify Jericho's blur, I'm thinking one of two things, either he's Bigfoot or, uh, he's the flash. And I caught him in the middle of serving 17 other people as he was taking a photo with me. Uh, Jericho liked that tweet and then quoted it and said, he thought it was a great photo. It harkens back to the day when you used to be able to have to take a photo, but you couldn't look and see what it was like. And I was like, yeah, Um, cooler again because it was like the next
0: day. Jericho in his book also talks about how when he first went to wrestling shows, he would like, him and his friend would set up where it would look like they were taking a picture with the guy, but they weren't. They would just happen to be standing in the same vicinity and someone would hurry up and snap the photo and then they'd (laughs) run away. So (laughs) It probably reminded him of, of that because he uh, he talks about it in his book how many like blurry photos he has of him and his friend trying to
4: get. What else did he talk about?
5: <laughs> <laughs> the Jericho Super Observer. <laughs> no, I, uh,
4: look, Jericho writes a great book. I'm not even. Gonna... No, he did. Yeah. he did. His book is, I think, the most well written since Foley's. Uh, Foley wrote some really good ones, and I think Jericho's the only one that's been on par. I read a lot of the wrestling books. That's the only two that I've read. Daniels Bryan wasn't bad. A lot of them are not bad, but I just think Jericho writes, to, to your point, his writing style is very good.
5: I like Bischoff's. Controversy creates yes, cash.
4: Like I uh, said, a lot of them are fine. That's right. not going to book talk. I'm just...
3: Slide-cast. We uh stop
0: talking about Jericho now. I hate getting made fun of.
3: No. <laughs> oh, no. fuck you. No,
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We're going to start uh Brian Meltzee over here, the wrestling mm. observer. <laughs> the
3: Jericho observer. <laughs>
2: that was pretty good one (laughs) thanks man uh so yeah man i honestly i i am jealous of smitty's actual interaction time with the dude because of going back and hanging out but i think that it's honestly one of the better moments of my life just because of how the, the cool interaction and everything that happened with it. Because it's not often that you meet people that you admire and you make them like in, in those like literal 30 seconds. The dude, I had a moment that
5: I know he's going to remember. I'm having a moment. I did. <laughs> I had I it it I, I worked a 14, 15 hour day and it just I felt shitty and just in 30 minutes of hanging out with like I was like, that whole day was worth it.
2: Oh, yeah, man, because work sucked that fucking day. Oh, my guy was so fucking slow. There was no reason to be there. And yet I was like a fucking kid in a candy I was down store. in Miami, so I
4: didn't mind. <laughs> well, fuck <laughs> you too, man.
2: How was the weather? <laughs> I'll tell
4: you what, it felt great.
2: <laughs> Everything was warm. Warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, was that the day that you walked in you go, I'm totally going to Miami today?
4: Oh, yeah. I looked at him and for, I was like, let's go see. I, I was really fucked up because one of the other bartenders uh, for our listeners walked by and I never talked to her. And I said, hey, Vanessa, fuck you. And I said, <laughs> I do not even talked to her ever. That's awesome. That is fantastic. Oh, God.
3: Oh, sweet. You
4: weren't working was- like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's before. great. You, that's know, nothing. How many, you that's, know how many people great. work
2: like that? Jeez, that's nothing special. Well, about. I mean,
6: yeah, I, <laughs> I used to work the door at the well, and I would just get
2: fucking hammered oh. doing yeah. that. That's how you get you get bombed because as long as that ID is okay, uh, and I think all you had to do was like put wristbands on, right?
4: Well, I wasn't working the door. I would just come visit my door oh. friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> My door, door friends. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the door crew. And, uh, DC. The, the door, you know, so I would go up to my bar because it was, uh, it was dead there. A lot of us work at the bar for the listeners, uh, obviously. And, uh, we'd take a shot up there because we had nothing to do. And I come down to the door and uh, I take a shot with my door friends. <laughs> and, yeah, dude, I, I don't know, man. I was down in the Caribbean, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice little vacation for me.
2: It's a good day. That's a good day. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still cut off on that. Um if you guys were listening last week, we put together a list. A list of the greatest world champions for any promotion. Ring of Honor, ECW, AWA, TNA, NWA, WWE, all WCW, all of those. It's a shitty list. Yes. Though. And- <laughs>
6: <laughs> Fucking terrible.
2: <laughs> uh Miami Christopher over here, Caribbean, you know Caribbean, Caribbean Caribbean Chris, cool, (laughs) Caribbean, Caribbean Caribbean Christopher, cool, over here was not here for that list. Uh, He got called into work, but I should have been because, like I said, it's a shitty list. So everyone else could go to sleep, he ended up getting called into work uh, to work so they could sleep, and we put together a list of eighty-one people. And there's 81 people we put our who we thought would be where, so on and so forth. And then I had Orlando look over this list and give me his number ones, his twos, his threes, his fours, so on and so forth, uh, which he did. But then he came in and he goes, we're missing some really good names on this list. Things, People that we miss. And look, man, there were, we said it, you know, when we were making this Ooh, list last week. It right. wasn't just spitballing though, but there were times that we got to a name, where we we're like, "Wow, why the fuck are we just putting on that person
6: on here now?" Like Mick Foley, yeah, was like, especially like number, after- like every one of us at least one time was like, "Uh, you got to skip me," yeah, because like, we were like drawing blanks. Yeah, we
2: hit number sixty one. It's like someone's like Mick Foley, and we're like, "What? Like, How did we not have him?" Yet? Like a think- Goldberg
6: came late.
2: And yeah, like, you know, um,
0: I was not the person that was surprised Mick Foley was called. I didn't think he should have been on the list at all.
6: Ultimate
4: do? Ultimate Warrior came late too. Yeah. So well, anyways, I came in and named about 10 guys off that should have been on this list.
2: I think you gave us three.
4: No, I I can go he right now. You named at least five Japanese
5: guys. <laughs>
4: There's that. Um,
6: I,
5: and I agree with two of the Japanese guys. Tetsumi, Fujinami? Yep.
4: I didn't name Fujinami either, oh. but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> said Fujinami? I said Misawa and Kawada. Uh, and then I... But he just said Fujinami. And then I... uh. I also added, you should also add Antonio Anoki, Ricky Steamboat, Rick Rude, Dory Funk Jr., and if we're going back, we can start naming George Hagenschmidt, we can go with the gotchas, we can keep going and going and going. How did you feel about the Danny Hodge and the Lou Thez picks? Lou absolutely. Danny Hodge, I was indifferent on.
6: Yeah,
2: I think you gave Danny Hodge like a 17 or yeah, something. Yeah, he was
4: like, like, he was like, one of my substitutes if the other <laughs> ones did not make my list. Right. Who is
6: was one of the other really old school ones we
4: picked? What the about? How Vern did you Gagne. feel about Gorgeous George? Absolutely. Gorgeous George uh, to me is the first entertainer in pro wrestling. Did we
6: put Vern Gagne on the list?
2: Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, yep. yep.
4: Vern uh, Gagne, Gagne was, uh, I think, uh, a 2C for me.
5: For us, he was a little bit lower. Yeah, he was like a 2C for me. What about Muda? You think Muda deserves to be a list? Yeah, I guess, yeah.
4: <laughs> I, I have Muda on my list. He's on there.
5: Like right, yeah, like I said, with the list
4: that we gave him. Here's the thing with uh, the list. For me, I was trying to think of champions. It was not so. I'm not picking like my favorite wrestlers. I'm not trying to pick like my favorite runs to the top. I'm not trying. I'm trying to pick who had a nice championship run. So like even when we voted, I said this off the air, but I'll say it on the air for the listeners. Like Andre the Giant barely made my list. Because he won the tel- title technically, but he was never really a champion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, that was a cool moment. He won the belt. Same thing with Daniel Bryan. Like, he won the belt, but he never really was champion. So they were both really low on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with them being there, but I don't think they had a very memorable run as champions. So I don't think they count as great champions. You probably feel the same way about Foley. Uh, Foley too Uh, at least Foley won it a few times so you can be like yeah you know and the one was really memorable right not much not too much of a run with Foley right and and that's why I even had Austin a little lower uh, for me because his whole career even though I think he was obviously the top star during that era just was for him, his whole thing was that he was chasing after the belt. You know, right. he would win it, but he would ultimately—he never had a, like a really nice run with the belt because he'd get screwed out. Right, of it. and get, then the whole thing was we wanted to see him win it again. You know, we wanted to see him get back to it. money's always
2: in the chase, baby. <laughs> wasn't his his longest run when he was with the Alliance with the belt? Yep, when I
3: probably because he was a heel. That would make more sense. So my power trip thing. So
4: Austin still makes my list because he's—he's the top babyface champion during. The hottest era of wrestling mm-hmm. but I think you know he's in my 10 to 15 range opposed to my top 10 you know what I mean right. like even though Austin is clearly you know probably the second biggest star in wrestling history
2: yeah and, we're, and that's what we're
4: talking and about so, so that's what I was saying like when we voted you know we had this little cool group chat going and you guys all voted Daniel Bryan is having a better run than uh, superstar Billy Graham and I was like no no fucking way No, <laughs> does no it have fucking... to
6: be the run though or just like the impact they made as a champion
4: but and... th- what impact did Daniel Bryan make as a champion he never held the belt
6: he fucking I, I, won it. And I think the moment that he won was like him overcoming a system that was sort of built against
4: him and it was like an embrace. It was a from great moment. It was a great moment. I, and again, does he if you want to say that's that makes a great champ I don't know. I he had it for one day. I, I don't how, how can you say that run meant not, more? Not one he, day, he had but it for I mean more than one day. He had he did have to drop he
2: dropped it eventually after a couple months. Because he was, was a month. I thought that
0: since he the, wasn't going to defend it in
4: 30 days, it made him vacate. I think that was the IC oh, like, belt
6: that he won the next year that that happened. IC
5: belts when he had for like less than like a month. Either
4: way, I just clearly didn't have a memorable great run as champion because right. we don't even know and it just fucking happened. So, it was definitely sh- short. So either way, I'm just saying in general, I just, you know, I it's hard for a lot of people to not know the history of wrestling and stuff, and that's okay. I expected that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we – when we talk about the greatest champions ever, we can't go with our hearts. You know, you got to actually kind of like logically think about okay, who actually had a run as champion, who didn't. Uh, Ted DiBiase was low on my list. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
5: he was low on all on all of our list, right?
4: Lives. On you know, like yeah, these guys are bigger stars than the guys that are, <coughs> you know,
5: that, that WWE pushed at sure as champ.
4: But these other guys had better title reigns. They're better technical champions.
5: I thought Shane Douglas. J-
4: JBL has a better title reign. Than Andre the Giant, you know what I mean. That doesn't mean he's better than Andre the Giant. It means he had a better championship title reign than Andre.
5: And
2: when we say this, like, uh, it harkens back to there was. You're posting right now your 10 greatest WrestleMania matches. Yeah. And originally, when I I thought you were talking about the 10 best matches in WrestleMania history. No. So you had posted a uh, one of them was The Rock and Austin at WrestleMania 19. The one which
4: I I still think you're wrong, but I think it's a great fucking match. I don't know why you. I think it's the best match those who have had with each other, and the match is amazing. I don't know I, why you said that to me.
2: Uh, again, I don't even. I don't even think it's the best match <laughs> that they had. You liked it with better other.
5: than uh, the one at seventeen?
4: Yeah, I did. Yeah, the one at nineteen. I, yeah, I did. I think nineteen. Of the trilogy. Better. I like nineteen. Well, so I, the, yeah. the, I
5: think seventeen was diluted with the whole McMahon Austin turn for me.
4: Like either either way, I mean seventeen is still really good. I just to Mikey's point, right. Nobody but wanted was, to see that turn. That's I, for sure.
2: The the bottom line is what I was saying. It. I said that originally. I said the match was horrible. I'll I'll come out straight up say it. I was like yeah. I thought it was horrible and the worst one that those two had, and that's just my personal opinion. Then I read and re, went and rewatched it because he was like, you lost a ton of credibility with me, bro. <laughs> so much credibility. <laughs> well, I didn't lost, say bro, bro, but you know he yeah, added better. that part yeah, in. Better. That sounds like me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, you know, maybe I have to go watch this match because I can honestly say I don't think I watched that match again since quite possibly the year after it happened. Uh, I just I was never intrigued into it, and it's it had a bad taste with me. So I would skip it. I've watched that Brock and Kurt Angle match many a time. Why,
6: why did that have a bad taste?
2: I don't with know.
4: Well, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened with that match. I think it goes under the radar in terms of their other two. The other two were like the main event. Mm-hmm. that that wasn't really the main event on that show right it was the and, second to last match right and it really didn't even at the time you didn't know Austin was leaving so it wasn't like oh this is it for Austin right. like it was really just kind of oh it's Austin rock one more time sweet but in terms of actual match quality it's the best one they put together I just think uh, it goes under the radar anyways it just wasn't built the way that the other two were built,
5: but also if you look at the WrestleMania 19 card it was fucking stacked. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, so it was 17 though. Yeah. 17 was you know probably is, the best ever. Dude, that, that was, was wrestling's wrestling heyday.
4: So in like,
2: in, in our okay. in our lifetime. So, but base, I went back and watched it, and I looked at it, and I realized what bothered me a lot about that match, and what bothered me a lot about that match is kind of the back third of it is just finishers and laying down, and fi- and covers that just, and I was just like oh, okay, there's really nothing going on. So it was, to me, th- th- there was the, you know, bottom line is, I still at this moment do not think it was the better, best of their matches, you know? Uh, but, I, and I wouldn't put it in a top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches card. However, Orlando was like, this is my personal favorite matches at rest top 10. I was right. like,
4: well, then that's different. Like, like technically, om- I would say, you know, Jericho <clears throat> and Shawn Michaels is a better, and is like, highly, is a is regarded as a better match. But I think... From a favorite standpoint, I think I enjoyed Rock Austin more. Okay. And so that's why it makes my favorites right. list opposed to the best list. So if that, I was making a best list, it would be a very different list. And
2: now, so then that brings us back to this champion here, the championship thing that we're talking about here. When we're talking about, we're not necessarily including runs in it. We're just talking best top champions of these companies or top champions, people who were just... Great
4: champions, I know, but I just want people to like <clears throat> understand that like you can't just vote solely off of your heart here. No, I like, agree. like like you, when you're talking like the greatest champions, I don't want these uh, the guys who paved the way and had these like historical runs just being forgotten, overlooked because WWE doesn't mention them. You right. know, whereas Shane WWE, Douglas, yeah, I will fight for Shane Douglas, and like just a lot of the modern uh, things, uh, like Danny Hodge was suggested on this list, and that was great that he was suggested. He's probably remembered more by the modern wrestling fan because jr mentions him mm-hmm. i mean if i were to ask any of you what did danny hodge do i mean how many wrestling fans are really gonna fucking know
6: right i know that he held an nwa championship he was a shooter and he had like superhuman grips yeah
4: <laughs> which is all shit that jr talks about right so like i could have told you that from jr you know what i mean um uh, how he could crush an apple in his fucking hand right like that's the fucking gimmick uh probably
2: yeah yeah it was um but again, and that's and that's the whole other reason why there's five different people on this. why this is a roundtable podcast. why we are different, I feel than a lot of the other podcasts that are two people or one person just having their own personal viewpoint. That's why when we put all this stuff together, I feel it's one of the more well rounded things that we do is we talk everything. So that being said, into this list names that uh, even maybe us that we we already have our names. All right. And we have our 16 or whatever, and we can, we'll give out our numbers. We'll do another total vote and stuff. So next week when we come on with this, we'll have, because we'll talk about WrestleMania and then we'll put our bracket together because our bracket's going to be after everyone else's bracket. So it's not being convoluted with all these other stuff. That being said, Orlando, five people that you felt needed to be on this list Dory Funk Jr., obviously, won't. Dory
4: Funk Jr., Antonio Inoki, Ricky Steamboat. Uh, Rude, and I'm gonna say Masawa.
2: All right, Rude Steamboat and Misawa. Now that being said, Smitty, is there anyone that you were like, man, I've like, if you looked over the list again, you're like, I can't believe I didn't mention this person. For sure, Noki.
5: Um,
2: Steamboat, because I forgot <clears> about. Throat> throat> it. I'm talking someone that hasn't been named yet. Oh.
5: <laughs> is this recently I, I if really not
2: if not that's fine because we did sit here for you know a good portion of our podcast uh yeah, can, Z anyone that you can of think the of off the top of my head no
6: no Joe. I can't remember who the other uh, Japanese wrestler... That, we have uh, Tanahashi Okada. No, Orlando mentioned one earlier besides Masawa that he didn't just I mention. I said Kawada. But, what um, about... Uh, did didn't you did say, we say Kenta Kibashi? Did, it, did anyone say no, that? No, Kobashi was one that probably should have been on there. Probably him. All right, so Kibashi.
2: We accidentally put the there's a, yeah, it's not Yeah, there's a
6: Kenta who's now Hideo Itami, but there's a different Kenta Kibashi.
0: Um. Also, with the whole Daniel Bryan thing, this is stemming over every... Uh, Promotion, so we could argue that his championship run was.
4: <clears throat> and yeah, that's. I, I I figured that, but but I figured that was going to be the chunk of the argument. I still would say, you know, Billy Graham had a far well, no no I, bigger I just, impactful run than well, anything that Daniel Bryan. Does on that
5: list? Yep, and
2: that and that we also mentioned like Samoa Joe. It was mainly because of his ROH run. You know, because what he did TNA. in that promotion, yeah, TNA as well. AJ Styles weird. is. We're, I would never say AJ Styles' WWE run touches his TNA run because his TNA run was one of the more popular ones. Him and Angle going back and his forth. His
5: IWGP run was really good yeah.
2: too.
5: We'll say
4: that's why. I just think it's all of those things together. I don't think it's one thing. I don't right. think it's like one run. I think it's how many times did a guy win a title. Did he win titles here and here? And we're all talking just the world title, right? Like it has to be a world championship. Yeah, run.
2: definitely, and not like an IC. Not a, Seth Rollins
5: on that list. We so, yes we he, asked, was, he was,
4: but I, you, I, he didn't black. make my list.
2: You don't like a title black and runs a title black in ROH. To be
4: it's f- nowhere near the level of anyone else's runs that are on this list. So no,
2: with, even with all of our voting and stuff, with all that Seth, Seth Rollins wasn't on, he fell to the wayside as well. So yeah, um, what we are going to do, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to take a break. When we come back, there is all kinds of things to talk about as far as WrestleMania, ROH 8 super car, <clears throat> sorry, super card of honor, honor, NXT takeover. So on, so on and so forth so much. So we are going to go ahead, take our break. And when we come back, we will get into all that. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You are listening to Breaking Down the Ring on Podcast Detroit. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check us out on all of our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the fun stuff. At BDRcast, you can find us. YouTube, Breaking Down the Ring. You can see Smitty and Z in our no- most recent video in dresses. Looking so beautiful, so classy, so wonderful. Fuck uh, off. No. No. No, just ex- embrace it, man. Smitty, you're the reason you get these punishments, you know? Uh, we were walking by lingerie, and we said, ah, it'd be funny to have somebody try on lingerie. Ah, and Smitty's like, I'll never fucking wear lingerie. We're like, that's the next punishment for Smitty. He's going to be wearing lingerie. i to get my body waxed. You can say you'd rather do this all you want. The bottom line is, just,
4: I like that he says. So matter, I'd rather get my body right. <laughs> I am not wearing lingerie.
2: I'm not doing it, but you will wax my body, get rid of all this hair. I <laughs> don't want none of this hair right there at all. All right.
4: Um, before we, he's very southern. All of a sudden, if you guys didn't
2: catch the first. If you guys didn't catch the first half of the show, we sat down with Daniel from Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Uh, Well, he called in. We had a nice little interview with him uh, regarding everything PW Scorecards, uh, past, present, and stuff that they have planned for the next couple releases, which all sounds like great fun, man. Uh, I can't wait to see it and uh, be a part of it, obviously. Uh, What I do want to talk about a little bit right now, though, before we go into Mania and TakeOver and R08 Supercard of Honor is the uh, – there was a show by – it was Ring of Honor. Oh, uh, Strong Style Evolved. No. Nope. Was it? No, nope, it was not a Strong Style Evolved. Uh, there was a show – Was no, was it really Strong Style Evolved? Yeah. That he hurt himself? Why yeah. don't I remember Lossberg? seeing
5: that on the show? The, the, the spot was Osprey, well I believe was a strong side evolved.
2: Okay, but so Osprey almost killed himself uh, doing the Spanish Fly uh, on the apron, uh, under rotating, and obviously hurt his neck. Had to cancel a lot of bookings and everything uh, with the upcoming WrestleMania and stuff like that. But um, also, Cody had a match uh, with Kenny Omega, and he took a kick to the face and busted open pretty well well disco inferno posted a tweet uh quoting it and said and i quote the tweet no nobody knows how to work anymore they would rather kill each other to get dave melcher to put their match over that is a problem that needs to be put in front and center guys are going to keep getting hurt cody rhodes quoted the tweet and said stop you know nothing. You have drawn zero dollars. No fan has ever left the show thinking about you. You were lucky to be a juiced up double lifer over with the boys type in an era where you hid in plain sight coasting on others' success. Couldn't hang then. Can't get booked now. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kenny Omega also responded to that tweet. He just replied. He didn't quote it himself, but he replied, and he said... uh he goes wow and to think i was trying to move around things so i could work your show so much for that like oh both kenny and cody uh obviously cody went way harder on disco
4: yeah I, I still don't i i think he he killed disco in this tweet but but i really think is immature i think it was an immature response and i think it fucking made disco look better because he didn't, Disco didn't name anybody. He wasn't personally attacking somebody. I what? mean, it, even though he's responding to this, he's talking Other about- Other than a, quoting the tweet sure.
2: that said Cody Rhodes ended up with a slight cut.
4: Right, but he's, he's talking about just in general. He's yeah. talking about a general issue for him. And Cody comes across as like that, that girlfriend who went hard at, at the fucking personal attack right away. <laughs> and, and like I was saying, off the air, normally that's the person who loses the argument when they start getting personal. Yep. So if me and you were discussing something. Next thing you know, Chris, I know you got a tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like oh shit! Like you, you fucking lost. Cause, right. So to me, it was like uh, even though he did kill Disco, I mean, like that is just a brutal fucking burial and a very entertaining one at that. Um, I think it makes Cody look bad.
5: It wasn't Strong style evolved. funny No, evolved. it was uh, it was on
6: Easter. It yeah. was the Sakura Genesis.
5: Oh, Genesis. Okay. Yes.
6: Nah, see, which is, I told uh, you was
2: right? You're wrong against, me. Which is the same Wait, card hit, you that you uh, right?
6: Disco could have probably had another of view same viewpoint that he had when uh I don't know if you guys saw Osprey fucking like We were talking about that. Yeah, we talked about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, killed himself on a Spanish fly to the outside. That's
5: what that's what we just we and not, just walked into. Yeah,
6: now he's missing all his bookings for WrestleMania weekend because of that. Talked he's lucky that. his neck isn't broken. Yeah, that but, was um, that was brutal.
4: But in regards to the actual argument, uh, in terms of hitting, uh, like there's two types of workers. Like there's guys that seriously like bitch complain if you grab them tightly, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have another guy, guys like me, who are very snug. And I expect it as much as I give it. And to me, it's like. I don't have a problem working snug, and I never understood when workers get mad about that, because the old school dudes, like, when you go back to, like, the history, like, the 50s and 60s, those dudes were fucking laying into each other every fucking night. Yeah. Now, it was safely. That's what we're trying to do. We weren't just fucking kicking each other in the face or whatever, but but fucking they laid into each other. You said s- butt-fucking snug. <laughs> <laughs> I always do. <laughs> I say what I do. <laughs>
0: And I what I say. I observed it happening. <laughs> I believe
6: <laughs>
4: again what? standing in the y quarter, two in the really heavily. <laughs>
6: what? <laughs> Why
2: not?
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I don't I, so like I don't have a problem with anybody hitting hard. I like it just you know you got to know who you're working with. Some guys don't like it, some guys do. But I that to me isn't it. That's a weird argument to stand on. That I think a lot of guys say a lot of guys are like, it's not working if you, you know, don't know how to make it look good without actually hitting them. But it's like the old school dudes laid it in all the fucking time. You know, what I mean, those clubs, to the chest stuff, those are brutal. You know, what I mean, they all fucking just beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind hitting. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right, right back.
5: With you, apparently.
2: Um. So yeah, let's get into all of the uh, major stuff coming up this weekend. We'll start off with. NXT takeover Uh, on NXT. There was a fallout um, between uh, uh, who who was it? The authors of pain and Roger
5: Strong and and, done. Yeah.
2: Strong and done. And because undisputed era got involved in the finals for the dusty classic because the winner of the dusty classic was supposed to go take on undisputed era. So now it's a triple threat uh, for the NXT tag team championship uh so undisputed era versus roger strong and pete dunn <clears throat> and the authors of pain will be fighting for the nxt tag team championship uh the nxt
6: north american champions uh yeah on nxt tonight like i was watching before the show before i came they said they finally came public with the uh, bobby fish's injury that they're they're not going to be able to defend anything
2: no they're defending adam cole's wrestling yeah, twice
3: I, yeah
6: Adam Cole taking Bobby Fish's spot. Yeah, yeah. they're it, they're doing the free bird rule. rule. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. Bobby Fish will not be in it. It will be Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, the NXT North American Championship six ladder, um, ma- six man ladder match. Uh, for the inaugural, uh, North American title that was revealed the other day by Triple H. Cool. Uh, EC3, Adam Cole, Ricochet, (laughs) Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, and Killian Dane are going to be in that match. There's the unsanctioned match uh, between Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, If Gargano wins, he is reinstated. If Ciampa wins, uh, Gargano is banished from NXT forever. The NXT Women's Championship match uh, is a rematch. Ember Moon defending her title against Shayna Baszler. And NXT championship match is Andrade CN almost versus Alistair Black. Um, five matches normally what they have on an NXT show. They usually don't go uh longer than two and a half hours, usually like eight to ten thirty, something like that. Um let's talk about this, man. Uh obviously with the tag match, like we were just stating, Bobby Fish is out. Do we think Undisputed Air is going to retain
5: their Smitty? Ah, uh, this mm. is one of the one match I'm I'm having trouble picking a winner. I actually kind of have a pick for the um, for the new boxing belt. That's that's cool. Up. We're talking about this match right now. Well, but this this match <laughs> is the one I'm actually have the most problems deciding on a winner for. Cool. All right, Joe.
6: <laughs> Tag team. I don't, um, I mean. It's hard to pick against the AOP, right? I don't know, uh, but I don't see the uh, the ERA winning, especially with the uh, with the replacement of Adam Cole over Bobby Fish. Um, it could be like a dark horse pick though, done and Strong, especially since Strong has been in some high profile matches lately and has been unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So, and and we all know, you know, he's Pretty high caliber guy for what he's presented as, so this could be a way to put something of notoriety on him. Pete Dunne already has the title; it could be a way to put some gold around Strong's waist, which seems like they they he's been hovering around that picture. Different title pictures. This could be the one that maybe he lands on.
2: Would that make him the first double champion in NXT? Pete Dunne, yes. Huh. Crazy to think about
3: that,
6: but. Is the UK championship even considered a part of NXT? or Is that just something totally separate? It's supposed to be something totally, totally it's supposed separ- to
0: be totally separate. It is totally separate, but it is defended on NXT TV.
6: But it's also defended in other, like ICW and in, in I, England and other promotions, indies and stuff. I, I know it's a completely. It's not technically. It's not considered an NXT title,
2: but it is
0: defended on NXT TV.
2: Hence, why the North American title was brought in because. Now that gives them three, four titles two for the men, two singles for the men, the tag team championship, and then the women's title. One too many. One too many?
4: Yeah, they don't need four.
6: I I agree. For a one hour show?
4: For a one hour show, yeah. That only does a fucking program or. You know. What
6: if they brought the show to 90 minutes, which well, has been talked about before.
0: They also have been talking about this year going live with some of their shows. Uh they
4: better not. I saw a figure just recently they lost a ton of money with NXT. Oh, yeah. oh. So, I don't over think over the past go- 2 years and, it's been 32 million Right. And, and so go- I mean, I know they're, you know, a billion dollar company so, you know, that's just a fucking drop change. But but still you don't want to keep losing money going live is a lot more expensive. So, um I wouldn't recommend that if I was them. But if they do good for them. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: I, I, I just think their numbers would be better if they did more uh, like random shows on USA to get your normal au- your,
4: your normal cable
0: audience. Wa- like even guys slipping through the channel will stop.
4: Yeah, I just it. think now, though, they have so many titles within their own fucking company. It's fucking ridiculous. There's there has to be like 20 or
6: something. There's 13 titles 13. between Raw, Versus Smackdown, 10. 205 and NXT. You're talking four a show and then one on the 205.
0: And yeah, uh-huh. soon to be two because they're going to do the tag team. That's
4: a lot of fucking titles. That's yeah. a lot of championships in one company. Yeah,
6: if they're doing yeah, that trios different. titles, we we're talking. To- that's that's 14. That's ridiculous for one company.
4: Yeah, that's, that's a lot of champions. I mean, but you can't
0: really look at NXT. Dude, I know they try the the to present company. it like it's, it's different brands, this-
6: but it's the same fucking company, dude. How many champions can you have in one company? It, the, it starts to
4: dilute it. Right. Yeah. Then that—that's my issue. Is like, how far can we dilute these fucking titles? We already have a U.S. and Intercontinental title, which I really don't give a fuck about. We already have two different tag divisions that I don't give a fuck about. We have two different women divisions. I don't give. A, we have like one or two people in each of those divisions you, we care about. You do
6: not need two women's champions, nor do you need two tag team champions. It's just it's it's over. It's like it's like that fucking participation trophy day yeah. and age type shit, man. Like, oh, everybody's gonna have a title. Like, no. <laughs> no, they don't. It's like, what? It's like, what, what was it? It's like, everybody's
2: gonna have
3: a title. Yeah,
2: yeah that's true. <laughs> it's like Joe meets Hank Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you, them boys, I'll tell you Damn it, damn it, damn it, Bobby. Uh God damn it, Bobby! <laughs> uh, North American uh, six man uh, ladder match. Uh, let's not talk to Smitty about this one, Z. <laughs>
5: <sighs> um, who do I think is going to win it? Have yeah. you been observing see like you observed Jericho? I have, and I. I... <laughs> God, I hate you sometimes. The new wrestling you know, observer I almost just spit
2: out my you, water you know over all though? the
0: equipment. I deserve all of this from you. Okay, so keep it coming, buddy.
2: Um, he will. Yeah, no, he's gonna try. All over you. He's
0: (laughs) why why can it my (laughs) (laughs) it? Fuck. Um, I know. I honestly I think they're giving it to EC three. I want I would rather see like uh Dream or even Ricochet win it, but they're probably just gonna give it to EC three.
2: Man, I don't think either. I don't think Ricochet or EC3 is touching it. I Uh, think. Dream's not touching it. Lars and
0: Killian are going to go on and do their own thing. Ricochet and Dream's going to do their own thing. So it's Adam Cole or EC3. Why wouldn't Dream touch it? Why would he? He's pretty over. I know. But but if you give him a title, that kills everything he's talking shit about
5: on social media. And that's the best thing going for him right now. Okay. You know why it doesn't kill? Because most of those guys. Outside of EC three are original indie guys. I I don't disagree with you at all. Besides Lars. So Hey, what, can
4: I tell you a quick story about EC three? Yeah. Okay. So this just is it's just funny to me. Uh, it might not be funny to you guys at all. It's fucking hilarious so he, already. He worked uh like a triple threat with Hakeem Zayn, in front of our show. And uh he kept telling Hakeem Zayn in the back, he's like, Yeah, uh, you know, you're, you're pretty good. You sh- you should think about becoming a referee. <laughs> like is he saying he's small? Like like so he just he kept like like I mean like four or five times like as they're putting the match together, like, like yeah man, you should uh you should really think about being a ref. Say like, I I get you booked as a ref. Like like he kept telling Hakeem Zayn, which is funny now, right. you know, But anyways, sorry. It just, <laughs> no, that's hilarious. It, it just every time I see it, see him, I just think about him telling Hakeem Zayn that he's too small. Should <laughs> <laughs> so, be a ref. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna.
2: I I gotta tweet him that right now. (laughs) I heard you should be a ref.
4: (laughs) You gotta mention EC3 though, otherwise he won't understand the context.
2: Really? How many guys tell this guy (laughs)
5: Uh, he's? I tell him all the
4: time.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet
5: everyone
3: does. (laughs) EC3
5: and other sources. You should be a ref.
4: Anyways. No,
2: I think Dream could take it. I, I think you're either going to have Dream take it or you're giving Undisputed Era a bunch of belts.
4: I think Ricochet.
2: So, I think Ricochet
5: is going to you a few with him and uh, Dream.
4: Yeah, that's what I think, too.
6: Yeah, I think Ricochet, I think they're going to fucking, uh, I think they're going to give Ricochet a big push.
5: I think they push Ricochet. But do you, you got to give a Ricochet a belt? I mean, well, it's really They don't that need, that need to, be how you to give a anybody a belt for this. So, and, and, and honestly, Ricochet's already got enough hype around him going in. They almost
0: should have made this like a money in the bank thing for NXT. Like call it something else, but do the same concept and the winner gets a contract for the belt instead of having another title belt.
4: I don't care. this. I mean, the match is going to be good. I really think the match will be good. Cause it's a ladder match. It'll be a car crash. It'll be fun, but. You uh, got some good
5: names in there too. That could work.
4: Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, you'll see some cool shit from ricochet off a of fucking ladder or something. They'll come with some cool stuff, but, uh, I don't know, man. This is just dumb.
6: Yeah, we're all waiting to see what, you know, we're, we're waiting to see Dream and Ricochet hook up after the Twitter comments and stuff like that, so it'll be nice to see that culminate. Agreed. Um,
2: Gargano and Ciampa is obviously the biggest build on this pay-per-view. Great build. And it's just something that, heart harkens back way to fucking yeah it's old, 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 school old school wrestling shit. man i like it uh what are you thinking about this one smitty
5: i think this has been built as the cruiserweight classic and this is the one match i'm looking forward to more than anything on this card it it has potential to steal it yeah because we, we i mean we got, like we the
6: latter match will be a car crash but this could be like like, performance-wise, like, but
5: we you know. A, we got a glimmer of what we're going to see in a Cruiserweight Classic. Well,
4: I really like when I look down at this card, okay? I'm looking at five different fucking matches. You know, you got the NXT Championship match, which is just going to be a really good fucking wrestling match. Mm-hmm. You got the Women's Championship, which is already women, so it's different. <clears throat> you got the tag match, which is different. Then you got the ladder match, and then, of course, you got this match, which is going to be a brawl. So it's, it's really a nicely diverse fucking card where you're not going to see the same shit all night. So I'm really looking forward to this match as well.
2: I We have said it over and over and over again. Anytime there's an NXT takeover along with a WWE main sh- Big Four show, the NXT takeover outshines the big show. Every time.
6: Every and, time. And almost like, especially on Mania's, because, you know, a Mania's, that, that the name Mania, WrestleMania, sells itself out. It's an attraction show it's not about the work rate. It's not about the performance of, you know, it's like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody's going to watch it no matter what. So, like as far as just like wrestling performance, NXT how does it every year? Yeah, it's, you know, I was
4: well, I did like it. I said just look how well booked this fucking card is yeah. in comparison to this fucking train wreck that we have in front of us for Mania.
2: I was on uh, the Doc and Jock Wrestling Show for Detroit Sports Podcast today. Uh, that's going to come out Friday, and we were talking about it. I was like, you know, I if I'm looking forward to shows, I look forward to the entire NXT show. I look forward to moments on WrestleMania. I There isn't, you know, what I'm saying, and that's what yeah. you were. Just I saying totally I get saying. that. Yeah, it's hey, I that, can't that's a wait. Great to, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, fucking Daniel Bryan's coming back. Cool, that's going to be a great moment. You know, uh, regardless of the match, depending where he's yeah. in that seven AJ, AJ Nakamura could be a Moore, great
6: moment of a match. That could be that could be a, a like an NXT type worked match, like yeah. where it's like really good work style, great great story being told in the ring, awesome right. skills from both guys. But that's that's probably the only card and on he, the match, uh, only match on the card that's going to be like that, and you that. know, and that's the think, thing is, it's the whole know. conversation is, it's like I
2: said when you have moments on mania and then you just look at this NXT card and we're all like, God damn, this is going to be good. Uh, and then Almas versus Alistair black is, uh, next. Do we think this is a a title change right there? What? (laughs) Z?
0: (laughs) Um, absolutely. I think black's take,
4: we call them chips. He calls them little Jericho's.
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Why two lays?
3: I'm
5: going to be in hot seat, bitch? Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
4: I recovered from my Y two lays
2: That was really good. I'm, I'm patting myself on the back.
5: <laughs> so yeah, title change. That's what you think, Z? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty, uh, I think this is a title change, and we're going to see a lo- elongated feud between these two for a second. All right,
6: Joe. Elongated for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm up. Uh, I'm up in the air on this one. I really, I really don't know. All right. Uh,
2: what I do want to ask now and this will be the final thing we're talking about in this car, Is this NXT TakeOver anybody's swan song? Who do we think, Smitty? Yes or no? It, yes, who? Yes, AOP.
6: Okay. Uh, Joe? I was going to say the same thing.
0: Z? Um, well, I'm thinking Gargano or Ciampa.
4: Well, yeah. I wasn't going to Say either of those, but actually, I think AOP makes the no most sense.
0: Cool, yeah. Um, had this, unless hold on, unless Alistair Black loses, then it could be his swan song and they could move him up because I can see him on the main, yeah, roster. he's totally
6: a main roster guy,
2: right? I, and at the same time, I would, had they given the belt to Baszler last takeover, I would have thought this would be Ember Moon's swan song. <laughs>
6: You mean Sharon Corbin?
2: Yeah, Sharon Corbin.
6: <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> okay, I got uh, eyes on you,
2: uh, Oliver. <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, so let's take it over to let's take it over to Mania. Um, let's talk Raw and SmackDown as a whole in the build to Mania. What did of both shows? Give me one thing you felt WWE did very well in the build for the Mania matches. We'll start off with Z. The pat on Nakamura's head. Yeah. With AJ Styles.
3: That, yeah.
0: Well, okay. Okay, Killer.
2: Yeah, could you stop eating into the microphone? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's my one. Okay. All right. The the pat on the head. Uh, and why?
5: Uh,
0: it, it was great. Like he ducked it; it makes him look like he's scared of AJ, and it's good going into their match.
6: Okay, Joe. I was actually going to say the same thing.
2: <laughs> Nothing else that you thought they did well in this build. If you come on, back to me in a second,
6: I Raw, will have something. Hort, okay. Yes, I will have something. Orlando.
4: Uh, yeah. Just to be different, I guess I, I enjoyed uh, the opening RAW segment mm-hmm. with uh, Rousey and. Triple H and Angle. It was all right. There's a couple little, you know, word blunders there. I was a kind of Mr. Spot to have a really good line. But, but overall, that segment worked.
2: I agree wholeheartedly with it showed how green she was because there was the moment where the whole crowd popped for it. Knowing what she was going to say and any other seasoned vet would have shut up. Wouldn't have said anything because he didn't have to say anything. You knew it, the crowd knew. Right, and then she still said it, and you were like, "That one goes cool anymore." you miss. <laughs> that just said it right after that. But I agree, the opening segment it worked. Uh, getting uh, Stephanie getting the catching her by surprise also worked because it makes yep. sense why she wouldn't be able to
5: catch Rousey like that. I agree. Uh, very good build, uh, Smitty. Uh, and I'm a little different, and that's because I actually do care about this match. The build for the IC title match. Oh, yeah, it a great choice. Choice. I was going to say, uh, Miz coming out on commentary during the match between Balor and Rollins, even though we said we've seen the match a couple times already right good. now, Miz on commentary added something different, and I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you brought that
2: up because I wanted to bring this up. Is Miz going face?
4: He cut a very baby face.
2: That much. whole commentary was the most... I've ever heard Miz talk as a babyface. He didn't demean the competitors at all. Uh, yeah, there was the talk of his, you know, being a dad, which, you know, we all get. You know,
6: well, some of us here get three of the five. It's uh, funny how being a dad, like, turned him into a babyface. It's made me more of a heel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate everything even more than I used to you know, now.
2: You know, more of them chicken box creams? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Miz obviously he you know, he put over being a dad, which is cool, and you know, there were moments you could get you could catch it. But he didn't rip into Michael Cole, he didn't rip into Corey, he didn't rip into coach. He said Finn Balor and Seth Rollins were two of the best competitors that he could be out there with. Look at the match that they're putting on right now. So I mean, I I'm still of the ilk that I feel like he's dropping that belt at I'll Mania. Be dropping and
6: going. But so sure. this, th- uh, that means one of those other two I'm, has to play the heel in this match. Did you guys see the finals There's, to the Mixed Match Challenge? Yes. He After the match, obviously, Asuka's not going to lose her streak for that, so they won. And after the match, he cut another baby face promo. He said, we won. We, all that we he was won totally babyfaced yeah. in that promo as well. He's
2: been baby-faced on all of those, though, on all the little promos that they've been doing. Well, yeah, so that's...
5: One, well, the, the, the mixed match, match challenge. challenge ones he has, yeah,
6: the mixed match challenge
2: That's ones. What like, That's no, what he's talking most about. Most
5: of the mixed match challenge stuff, it was like, Austin's not going as far until she was under my tutelage. That was nowhere no, near baby face. That was
6: like the first week or two. Then, then it was all like baby face after that. Uh, so, Orlando, do you think that this
2: is Miz going baby?
4: I think it's him teasing baby, and then uh, just gonna go back to being the Miz. Uh, I think he works better as a heel, and I think I think part of the crowd likes him, so I think he's gonna start getting cheered, anyways. But he'll never be a full babyface. They tried it once; he just he can't do it.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, with that U.S. run where you lost to Cesaro,
4: yeah, and Flair was even managing him at one point. Like, it's just not gonna work.
6: I think he's like playing a bit of a babyface role, leading into a short-term absence. To, you know, to be a new dad and maybe do whatever else on the side. And then when he makes his return, he's coming back full on heel. Yep. That's what I think.
5: Very possible. But you're back to the question about who do you think is going to play that heel part? It's going to be Finn. Because Finn has done some kind of heelish type stuff over the past couple he of weeks. He did
6: uh, create the heel faction on the Bullet Club.
5: Yeah. Sure. Uh,
2: do you have a pick yet there, Joe?
6: <clears throat> for the IC? No, uh, for uh, Best Moment to Build. That's what I was going to say, too. Uh, the, just the match itself, it was like a well-wrestled match. It just, I think we all know that Miz is dropping it, and he's going to be stepping to the side a little bit. And I think this this just built what's going to be an ongoing feud after Mania between Seth and Finn even more, because they've they just been working really well together the past few weeks. Uh, I did, I did like
0: the, uh, moment.
6: That was hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Simple things in simple minds.
3: <laughs> you didn't like it, Joe? <laughs> it <was> t- <laughs> he
4: just it t- called you a fucking amigo. We already know what he's going to say. It was fucking tickle
5: butt. It tickled his butt. You thought brain <laughs> was no, tickle butt? It was, it
6: was, it was, it was mildly entertaining. Was like right to censor Braun you know? It was like mildly thrilling, you know,
2: like. Like number eleven on your list, <laughs> lower. lower. <laughs> um, I was going to mention for mine. I like the raw style build for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal when Woken Matt Hardy and Goldust fought, and then Matt Hardy went and had a conversation with the, the trophy.
3: trophy?
2: <laughs> it, right there, right there, I was like, Hardy needs to take this. His mouth and was he need- awkwardly close to the
6: trophy's yeah, penis yeah. from and my I said
2: I, I said Matt needs to take this okay. and it needs to be something that he talks to consistently, helping enhance the woken Matt Hardy type gimmick where it's just silly and fun. And I think that I think that right there was a great partial build to a match that not many people give a fuck about. It's on a pre-show. And but even still I think with Matt if Matt wins it It takes it away from when he announced it and all of us going, really, to, all right, I can see what he wants to do with this. And that's how you should build a match, to make somebody want to see it. And if Matt wins, I want to see if Matt's going to win that because I think that would be the only good thing that could come out of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, period. Everything else about that is just a burial
6: for the talent. I mean, just off the top of my head, it's got to be like Bray or Matt that wins that thing, right? I mean... Or maybe gender. I don't know. Probably no. I think they. Like, what gender's in another match? <laughs> he's not in that thing. He's, no, he's in that, Oh, US. that's right. He's in that. They're that's, that's four-way now. That's right. That's I right. Almost that's got right. Russo's in there now. So yeah, then it's gotta be like Bray or Matt. I my my Corbin it for a second time. This, nobody gives a fuck about
2: that. Baron Corbin doesn't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. Okay. <laughs> Never His Caroline. Obviously, don't give a
6: fuck. About it. <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> I know he's leaving. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> dipping out, you know, like the rest of his fans. Um, what did WWE royally fuck up in this build this week for the Go Home Show? We'll start with Orlando.
4: Uh, fucking Naya and fucking Alexa. <sighs> Brutal. Brutal fucking TV to get through. Yeah. Uh, they had two segments. The backstage segment was bad enough with her and Mickey... Calling Nia fat, which yeah, is ironic because they did an angle years ago with Mickey being called. Yeah, the
6: piggy—that's immediately what I thought of too was Piggy James, right?
4: <laughs> but she didn't learn
6: her lesson clearly. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is probably like a little revenge for her. Like ah, they did this to like me. I'm doing, doing it fat. to someone else.
4: Um, and then yeah, just the the end. It, just it was a fucking. It was hard to get through TV. Like it was. Like, that was one of those things where it was, like, if someone caught me watching, I would change the channel and pretend like I was just flipping through porn. I'm like, I, uh, uh, no, I, <laughs> I wasn't watching this. Uh, I was, uh, hey, look at the I almost <laughs> just
6: thought that was, like, so unacceptable and, like, so crass in this day and age with, like, the anti-bullying and the anti-body shaming star. and the Be A Star program and, like, you know, them pushing the women to be equal with the men. And, like, then you're going to sit here and, like, fat shame someone, like, I thought that wasn't even like allowed anymore. Elizabeth, like, it it's apparently very
0: loud. And then they put the words in bigger words.
6: Right, did the they screen. put blubber on the screen yes, actually? They did. Yeah. Yes. That's they did. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did.
2: Uh, Joe, oh my
6: god. Give me
2: your T-shirt your
4: kids to read one word at a time. You know,
2: blubber. What's that mean, daddy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> look at <Naya.
4: laughs> Oh.
2: Damn. Um Joe, your one thing that they they did not do well in the building, or royally screwed.
6: I don't want to say it, but I to, say uh, it? Daniel Brian, and, and 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 Shane hugging it out, yeah, hugging it out, and just like what Z was saying last week, it wasn't the uh, organic Daniel that we got the week of his return. It was the overly scripted Daniel that got told what to say in Gorilla before he we went out to the ring, and none of it felt real. And it just felt, you know, overly produced, you know, too on point with the scripting. And I don't know. I, to me, it didn't do anything to hype
5: the match. I think well, that didn't do anything to hype. Me, but Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's promo afterwards did. I'm not a lot talking better. about
6: that. I'm just talking about Daniel and and
5: well, Shane, the about Shane the build up in
2: general. I'm now, talking
6: about Daniel and Shane.
2: Now let me ask you this. And I, we've already said it'd be stupid if they did it. But as unnatural as this sounds, is it possible seed planting for Brian turning on Shane then at Mania?
6: I, I, at this point, I I think it might even be the opposite that Shane turning on Brian.
5: Mm, and, it's, it's only except the way to give him a loss on a comeback match. I,
6: May, he, well, May, t- I don't technically even. Technically,
0: Shane could take the pin,
6: and it wouldn't be a Daniel. Bryan or cross. they could win the match, and you know Shane turns on him after. You know,
4: he's got to get rid of him as the GM nobody's going to want to see Daniel
6: anyways. Bryan lose this match.
2: Yeah, uh, but if he rem- he removed himself from he did commissioner, yeah, uh, Shane. Maybe I just yeah, Shane. I don't pay attention. The week he got his ass whipped, he said the final. And, thing well, that I'm Daniel doing
6: Bryan kind of did too, but they're still both working the job in a sense. Well, Daniel Bryan said he's sick of being the GM.
2: He right. didn't say he quit. Well,
0: going usually Daniel doesn't. Bryan, the wrestler, the guy with the fire in his eye,
6: doesn't go well, over well with your employer when you say, you know, in public that you're sick of your job. Yeah, but it's WWE, so. Right, nothing they do makes sense. So. Yep. Um,
2: <clears throat> man, I didn't even think about that. Shane Turner. uh, would yeah. that. Would we talk? Would that mean Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win then? Because I'm thinking the stipulation is
6: still they get reinstated if they win. Yeah, I know, but I mean, if
2: they lose, they go to Raw.
6: What they 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 were very careful in their wording.
2: SmackDown Live. They all like, the time.
6: You will never see them ever again in a SmackDown Live ring. Like, well, you didn't say anything about Raw now, did right. you? You didn't go out of your way to say, WWE. we don't just mean SmackDown. We mean all of WWE. They did yep, not say that's that. That's
0: actually really smart because then it like, oh, so. keeps the door open. You know, before, you'd be like, well, oh, yeah, well, I they're think not they're going to get fired. But like now you're like, oh. Well, an obvious Goodlis door being wrong. left open. Yeah,
4: yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't, I'm with Joe. I didn't like it. And I also didn't like it when they did it with uh, Asuka. And they're like, we don't know what champion she's going to. Ch- well, fucking A. There <laughs> it goes. Just tell me she's going to. Fight the Raw champion, then it'd be a surprise when she fucking goes, you know, to face fucking Charlotte. It's the same thing, dude. It's just it's too fucking obvious. It's like nudge, nudge. Hey, did you guys hear what they said? They only said SmackDown. Hey,
5: give it back. This the, it's it's the, it's the only build up that's more obvious than the Reigns Lesnar build up. The one, the only one that's kind of more obvious. That Zayn, owens is going over?
2: Really?
3: I wouldn't See, say I don't that. agree with you at all. That's kind of a. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm almost two. swaying
6: in the other way, dude. Like, yeah,
3: yeah <laughs> I, I don't, so don't think, think don't that's like obvious like the at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, Smitty,
2: pick a WWE Raw or SmackDown <laughs> moment that just destroyed the build, like you just did to the
5: <laughs> Zayn, and no one's going over. Actually, the... you know, but uh, you know what? I'm different. I'm not going to say the Lesnar Reigns uh, build. For me, it was the uh SmackDown Tag Team Triple Threat, because it did nothing for the match, really, for me. This, the Oh, the advertisement yeah, her, behind the fucking
2: scenes? That, those yeah.
5: hammers hitting that camera didn't do yeah. anything for you? <laughs> nope.
2: <laughs>
6: Complete flaccid. You mean they didn't tickle your butt? <laughs> nope. <laughs> they sure did, not you know it.
5: <laughs> they did nothing. <laughs> Z.
0: I, I we've touched upon all the ones I wanted to talk about. Okay, everything else was fine. I mean, other than the cartoonish way they're doing the th- triple threat uh, tag match for SmackDown, I don't know anything about the cruiserweight match. So. I and that's actually, what I'm excited dude, for. Dude,
4: 205 has been fucking so great lately. I've actually been watching 205. It's long. been awesome. I, and even Calisto. Yeah, up. dude.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop podcasting me within a podcast.
4: Joe's <laughs> finally right. awakening. I, I, I see the it's more I'm
6: like, I'm going for it. And I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs>
4: I've been down this road before.
6: Like
2: <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I personally thought they dropped the ball hard with Charlotte Asuka because the end of that promo just seemed off. Like it seemed like. Charlotte didn't know what to say. Uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm
6: ready, but are you ready?" Well, Charlotte's never been like a mic wizard to
4: begin with. I she's mean,
6: always been good on the mic.
4: She's good, compare comparatively speaking. Yeah,
2: I'm not saying she. Yeah, I'm not like, saying she's to Ms. the other
4: women. She's decent, but like as an actual I've seen to Oscar, she's horrid fucking promos. genius. Well, yeah,
2: yeah, but that's what I'm saying.
4: The bitch can barely I, speak English.
2: This, yeah, but so this week, Charlotte seemed less than Oscar. And I was just like, "What?"
4: Well, I don't like their build anyway. I, I I've talked about this before. Stop making Asuka talk. Stop putting her. Stop Nak <clears throat> Nakamura doesn't need to talk. Like, just stop it. Stop booking them that way. It's yeah. it's such dumb booking. Nakamura
2: went a little back in his English this week too, because they dubbed him over last week and not this week.
0: So you say? I honest to God, what last week I was like, wow. He's speaking really good English, but it reminds me of one of those old-school kung fu movies. Oh, like (laughs) Kai-Tai? Indeed. Indeed.
4: Just saying we agree with you. I
5: know. Yep. You need to be more confident. <laughs> what accent was that, bro? <laughs> that
2: was that was that was I don't know Black and East. That was Blasian <laughs> it's Tiger Woods,
6: motherfucker. Tiger Tiger Woods, All girl. right.
2: So Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, obviously we Z hasn't watched 205 live. The four of us have been getting it since Triple H took it over, really getting into it.
4: Um The build for this, that tournament it was good. Was It was a good tournament. I don't like who they picked to go into the finals on either side. I think it should have been Drew and uh, Roddy. I okay. think that would have been better. I can't disagree with that. But uh, Roddy and Cedric had an awesome fucking match. Um, and I'm excited to see Ali there because I know Ali. So I'm like, oh, fucking Ali. I fucking know that guy. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> so it's like, it's like, hey, that, you know. I, so I'm rooting for them to be good. They built up 205 really good the last couple weeks. I don't know if many people are watching enough for them to care. But I, I am excited for this match, and I, and I really do want them to, to kind of fucking put a little spotlight on this division again.
2: Okay. Um. Obviously, we're not doing our picks for our, on our pro wrestling scorecards until day of takeover and day of mania. Uh, we'll be doing something special for the mania one for sure. Takeover we're probably just going to be posting them. But before we get in, so you don't like Alexander and Ali? You obviously you think there's two no? Better. I think they're
4: good. I yeah. just I just think there's. Two, two other guys options. that should have been put in there instead.
5: Um, if it wasn't Smitty, go for it. Was it. When he put up Roddy Strong, but I feel like Roddy Strong was just a filler on 205 until whatever his right, in, in they, is Right, but I think they
4: needed the little bit of, like, boost, hey, look at us on 205. Star power. And, uh, you know, Roddy added to that. And so I just think him not being in there is a little bit— I would have been fine with Ced and him. You know, Cedric and fucking Roddy and having that match of mania that same one, but put that in the fucking mania card. That would have been great too. Um, again, I'm not saying that this can't be good. I just think I would have chosen differently. That's all. Is
5: where you see a face versus face type deal too in WWE booking, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, are you are you excited about this cruiserweight
2: title match?
6: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the obvious choice is Cedric here. I mean, he's the one that got pulled aside during the CWC and like. Signed by Triple H, and he's always had a decent push behind him. Um, Mustafa Ali kind of started as like a jobber in that division, and he's basically built his way up the card from the bottom up. And lately, he's been getting a pretty good baby face push. So, like, now I'm not like so sure that the obvious choice is so obvious, you know.
5: Right. They are marketing this match as the I mean, heart and soul. I mean, both Harper these guys soul.
6: are obviously fantastic in the ring, you know. Some people call them spot monkeys, whatever. I happen to like that style, so... Even so, I mean, uh, but
2: they're also technically sound yeah, in there as well. Yeah, yeah. and, and, yeah, and, yeah, I
4: and don't not think, to mention, yeah. I would Ali say is a good idea. I've seen Ali, you know, for years and stuff. He uh, He's really fucking good all around. Like he, So he under- is Cedric. He understands how to work a crowd, too. Like, he can work old school if he wanted, you know what I mean, and just mm-hmm. fucking do nothing and just get the crowd reaction, so... Again, I'm really excited to see him in there, even though I wouldn't have picked him, you know. Ali's
6: got that sick finisher, dude, that 054. Yeah. Unreal.
3: Yep. Z <laughs> <Okay>.
6: <laughs> what into Mania,
2: just Mania, is there one match that you're looking forward to more than anything else? Is it the John Cena versus No Undertaker?
0: Oh, go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> Dead man walking.
0: Um, <laughs>
5: it's not all here.
0: Man. I mean, I'm really looking forward to AJ Styles and Nakamura. I'm just as looking forward to that triple threat Intercontinental Championship match. Um, beyond that, I mean, of course, I'm interested to see who Braun Strowman's partner is. I do not care about the Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon and the Triple H and Stephanie match.
2: So that's the one match you're looking forward to the most?
6: Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for breaking down the card for me guy <laughs> there, there should be something on this scorecard about if and taker what with taker and cena
2: look man i don't make these scorecards that's this dude named daniel uh he, he i wish, talked we, to him I wish we could talk to
6: that guy uh, again
2: yeah <laughs> again uh, so uh joe what's the one match you're looking forward to the most on this card for mania
6: <laughs> obviously shinsuke
4: and aj All
2: right. uh, Orlando.
4: I'm anxious. I think would be a good word to see how Ronda Rousey does.
5: All right, uh, Smitty. I'm in the boat with Joe here with the Nakamura Styles match.
2: Uh, I'm into the triple threat for the IC belt. I feel that's like, my second. I feel like those guys are going to really. We we've said it before, you know. We feel like that's the very possible show stealer. It's a dark horse, and it's more than likely going to you know, pull that off very well. So
6: what, well, uh, it's like two different style styles of matches are like, like AJ Nakamura is like the, like the super high work rate, steal the show, like Steamboat Savage type match. And then like, you know, Rousey and Kurt versus Trip and stuff is like, that's like the superstar attraction match. Like, you know, Hulk versus Andre or Hulk versus rock at what? WrestleMania 18 type mm-hmm. match, you know, like the, you know, like they're both dream matches, but in a completely different sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? And
4: mm-hmm. and I think uh just in general, I mean, I I I might not like all the builds to these, but I think the actual card, whether I mean if they cut a few matches anyways, I think this is a really good card. Yeah. It really appeals to the entire wrestling this audience. This
6: is one of the better WrestleMania cards we've seen in in, in some recent years.
4: Even Reigns and Brock, we might not want to see that match. We might not whatever. But they've done a decent job building it. I well, mean, whether or not we've wanted to well, see that build.
6: And both those guys can work. I mean, you know, they can both go.
4: Right. I mean, whether or not we've wanted to see that build is, you know, irrelevant. They've, they've built that up nicely. You know what I mean? They've, they've made us, you know, whatever. They've tried to make you fucking care. Um, They've tried more so for this event, and thank God because it's Mania, to put, you know, a little bit of stock into all the matches, which right. is really fucking good because they never fucking do that. Uh, That said, not all the builds have been good. Uh. But At least they tried. At least they tried. Plus, there is literally a match on here for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you like wrestling even a little bit, it's on this fucking card. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Seven hours a <clears> long <throat> fucking time. Right. So, I'll, I'll be down in Miami watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there with you, bro. <laughs>
2: um, all right. So, as we, Orlando was stay, stating the builds, Raw closed out with Paul Heyman talking in the ring saying that if Brock loses, you'll never see him or Brock Lesnar in WWE again. Uh, he ends up ripping into Roman Reigns a little bit and causing Roman to come out. Angle put out some guys on the ramp to stop him. You know, the bar, Revival. All know, tag teams. Yeah. And uh, they just moved because Roman said, you guys really going to sit here and protect this part-timer? And they opened up like the Red Sea for Moses. And he walked down and, man... They put on a nice little clinic in that ring. There was five Superman punches that were hit.
4: Man, can Brock fucking sell though? Like, and that's, Brock yeah. wants to sell, bro. Brock is so good and, at selling.
2: And he and that's what. And then he hit the one F five, and that's what this match is built on. You know, we were talking about this months ago. You know, Smitty's like, oh, I can't believe people are kicking out of spear, and it's like, well, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be the reason no one's kicking out of the F five anymore is because Roman's going to kick out. So, spoiler alert. Roman's kicking out of an F five
6: on at WrestleMania. You don't say, but
2: right, can we but you must card? be some
6: kind of wrestling genius. <laughs> yeah, man,
2: just call me the brain.
6: God, damn. he's a good guy. Brain Roman,
2: um, no, the brain, not brains, idiot. Um, idiot. that being and you can said, be his pinky. That is what. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there it is. I got me, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that being said, the one F five that Brock hit put. Roman down. And you could hear Paul Heyman screaming, just one F five. It's all you need. Just one F five. That's what it's built on, man. And this is a build for a match that while we all pretty much know the winner, and I say pretty much because we all know Vince could fucking wake up going,
5: Nope,
2: keep him Brock. You know, and then gives it to Brock that morning. Even though it's built for Roman to take it, we all know Vince will change his mind if he really wants to. So more than likely, this is a Roman take scenario, but these two guys, once they got away from the Brock's not here thing, have put on a hell of a fucking build for this match. You know, Orlando was saying it, we're all saying it, we stated it there's been times that we've looked at this build, and we're all very impressed even smitty even Smitty has said he was appreciative of a
5: Roman reigns promo in this build. the one that was all that will said to look like a shoot. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I <laughs> most <laughs> reluctant
5: agreement I've ever heard in my life. And that's
6: our show in a nutshell, so <laughs> many <ladies> <gentlemen.
5: laughs> <laughs> Smitty, are
2: you going to be happy when Roman Reigns is your universal t- champion?
5: I don't oh. give a fuck about the main title on Raw. I've never really given a fuck about the main title on Raw.
2: But now it's on Raw. You really? Never? Not even when Owens is holding it?
5: Okay, I retracted <laughs> <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> Somebody
4: speaks with all emotion. No logic, bro. No. It's just straight emotion yeah, at there's all something, time. There's something to, to admire about, about that, it's though. Like, I, 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 right.
5: I, I'm not giving it. Let me refer, retract and rephrase that. I haven't given a shit about the uber, Universal title since Kevin Owens lost it.
0: So since Brock won it. No, no, since Goldberg.
5: Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember? Goldberg
2: took
4: yeah, it. I Brock remember. was next. I remember. Yeah, I man, huh? and last,
5: <laughs> yep, and now he's going to. Like, I think the Miz was did a good job with the IC title, making that actually relevant. I care about that title more than anything else on Raw. Mm-hmm. We've
2: said that before, but this time Orlando said he doesn't.
4: What care? I don't generally care. I think they've done a decent job um, building this match a much better job than their counterparts. Uh, the only reason I even remotely care about the U.S. title match is because they added Rusev. Otherwise, yeah. it would just be, hey, look at us, we're doing the same thing as the other show again, guys. Rusev is so fucking over right now.
6: Yeah.
5: so and He so just I... demanded his release again. Did he? He didn't lie to both of on the release again.
4: Well, they should push him then and give him <laughs> what he wants.
0: <sighs> They're so fucking over, they can leave and make money.
4: Yeah. and he's hot right now, so. I could see him leaving and making money, though. Well, I, well, look at the way Cena put everybody
0: over on Raw, and even brought up Bruce of Day, the whole crowd. Yeah, and, and I
4: it. mean, we didn't talk about it much, but dude, we got to put over John Cena. We have to yeah. because, like, he is building a match by him fucking self. Does
6: Bray Four Wyatt, Bray Wyatt
4: cutting, did that too.
6: As much as I rip on Bray Wyatt, but when it was Bray Wyatt's turn at Mania against Undertaker, he did the same thing. You're right, but not as good as John. Yeah.
4: And, and like, well, Bray Wyatt's it, not as good as Cena. If you, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, if we were to sit here. And like I told you to cut four different fucking promos about the Undertaker.
6: I will be okay. Three of them I really didn't care about until this past
4: week. And I thought they were all good, whether or not they're... you cared about the build. That, you know, what I mean, I think all of his promos have been good. I thought
6: though. no, I, I thought this promo this week's was good. The other three, not not See, as much. I,
4: I felt I felt the opposite. This was really? the one week's where I was the, like, that, yeah, I was this like whatever. Is the weakest one. So yeah, far. it was like pandering, and I was like, ah. But he's been
6: pandering. Yeah, with no, one, but was, not, not like he was pandering like, he was in Atlanta,
4: like
5: literally pandering. Um, what was it when he was here in Detroit? When he told, I'm trying to get over his own ego, and he's the only thing stopping him. I'm sorry, that was I feel like that was an insult to my intelligence when he went back in his feud with Roman Reigns and he talked about how when Reigns beat the Undertaker, he was like, when you're fighting me, you're not fighting an old washed-up guy. And then pretty much he comes. Was that yeah, I, that, that, that. that meme That was pretty yeah. spot on.
6: That was pretty good.
5: But like, the, you insulted my intelligence, like yo, oh, you like a second ago, like less than six, seven months ago, you were talking about.
4: Oh. I agree with that. that. That part um, you're right about. But, but just in general, John Cena, man, he's fucking cutting these good fucking promos just to build to a fucking match. I don't know, man. That's hard to do. To to go out there as a baby face, not as a heel. If you're a heel, I can cut four fucking promos as a heel right now on anybody. But if you tell me as a baby face to cut four different fucking promos on somebody and build to a fucking... babyface promo by yourself is fucking hard. That is one of the hardest promos to cut. You get people to care about you when everyone wants to shit on everything these days. Try it. You know it, it's fucking hard. And so I I give him ton of credit, dude. He's building this match by himself. Good for him.
5: On the plus side, we did get a full blown Cena chant on SmackDown. On Raw, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah they did.
2: Yeah, and I, I even made a tweet about that. I was like, that's the first time you've heard a full blown full blown Cena chant since two thousand
4: and eight. Yeah, but like, it's time. Like, right? Yeah, like it's fucking time. Like, how? If you're a fan, you cannot dislike seeing it anymore. <laughs> like, you just can't. He has too much of a body of work to be like, you're fucking wrong. You have no argument to stand on anymore. Yeah. Sorry. It's John Cena did the he needed the rub from us guys. So.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I
6: mean, it, we're it's
2: it's.
3: No, nah, I
6: mean he wasn't going into the Hall of Fame before, but
3: you right. know, you know we B- just R- gave him rub. the seal of approval. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> now he's
6: getting in. You got you got Kenny
2: Omega and and, and Ibushi. They're the golden lovers. We're the golden rubbers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's what's a rubber? I don't know, Dad. Is that like a galasha or something? <laughs> totally a galasha. That was the
6: most uh, Jewish thing, th- you've the most thing you've ever said. the most thing you've ever said. I am. Well, okay. <laughs> that was more Jewish right there What I just yeah, said
5: I...
4: Actually, so Oh, okay. Is beat that.
5: Uh, is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you didn't observe that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my. Do you like Lord. my little Easter thing? Oh, you remember what I said. Like, go fuck yourself, you little dick wipe. All right. Or dick drip. The- I believe it was. So, Z sent Smitty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you, you use a dick oh, wipe huh? to wipe the dick drip. So, uh, one the in, other.
2: he sent Smitty a photo saying happy Easter. And it was a peep hanging from a balloon. <laughs> it wasn't a balloon
0: what Um, was it I was uh, with uh, my girlfriend's family and her mom was trying to tie a bow around a peep and she held it up like this, and it was just hanging there. I was like, hold that thought for a minute. I took the
2: picture and sent it to me <laughs> did, did you tell her to hang on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hang, exactly. hang on. Yeah. I gotta take a photo. Hang on. Did
6: <laughs> you tell her not to get it hung up on anything?
5: <laughs>
6: so here it is. I said, a
5: choke on a dick drip. <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, then. <laughs> before we take off, we are going to talk about Supercard of Honor happening the same night as NXT TakeOver. Uh, the rundown of the card is Kenny, versus, uh, Kenny Omega versus Cody, the ROH World Champion, Dalton Castle, defending his title against Martin, Marty Skrull. The ROH World Tag Team Championships have the Briscoes defending their titles against Jay Lethal and Hiroshi Tanahashi. There's the ROH World Six-Man Championship, SoCal Uncensored versus the Young Bucks and Flip Gordon. ROH TV championships is a last man standing match where Kenny King is defending his title against Silas Young. Um, Two of the the two semifinalists of the women of honor tournament meet for the final uh, and the women of honor uh, championship semifinals is Kelly Klein and Maya Iwatani and women of honor champion semifinal is Tennille Dashwood versus Sumi Sakai. Tennille Dashwood obviously is Emma for those who only pay attention to WWE, she is on this. Uh Punishment Martinez versus Tomohiro Ishii and Adam Page, Hangman Page, the person that fucking <laughs> Smitty hates <laughs> versus Kota Ibushi. Uh obviously the main build for this is Kenny and uh Kenny and Cody, right? This is that's the the major selling point of it. You have your other good matches that have always put on with any other uh ROH card, Marty Skrull going for the title versus Castle. That'll be
6: a fantastic match, right? I, I that'll be very you know, entertaining. The, the tag team match, I'm looking forward to as well. There's, I'm, I'm looking forward to most of it. I mean, Ishii, <laughs> that guy's is awesome. He's really good. Uh, <laughs> I, I've not seen a match with that guy that I haven't enjoyed, dude. That guy just looks legit and like scary as fuck, and I don't want to get headbutted by him. At all, <laughs> so like him versus Martinez, yeah, that should that one, be like that, was good. that should be a hard hitting affair. So that that'll be. I mean, the whole card. I can't. Don't ask me to make predictions because I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Silas Young too. So and Kenny King's a great hand in the ring, great worker. So that'll be fun. To, I'm looking. And that's forward, a last man standing match. Yeah. So and they've been having quite the the grudge, the feud for a while. So it should it should come to a head at that point. I'm looking forward to the whole. Freaking thing, mostly, don't, as far as predictions, I I, I don't know. Yeah, we're not, I don't know. Listen, we're not
2: gonna, we're not making any predictions. But it looks like a great card.
6: So, except for Kenny and Cody, is that what you're saying? No, I don't even want to make a prediction on that
2: one. Okay. Um, But I, what I want to do is, what, I know what, what we're looking forward to. Is there a major selling point outside of Cody and Omega for you, Orlando?
4: No, I mean I don't really follow uh Ring of Honor personally anyways. But um Cody and Kenny's the only match I even knew about till this conversation.
2: So <laughs> what about you for Z? Uh I'm right there with Chris.
0: <laughs> I don't really watch the promotion. I did know about Kenny and uh Cody and that was it.
2: All right.
5: Smitty, what do you think is gonna be the show stealer? Uh Castle versus uh Castle versus Girl. That's the one I'm looking forward to just as much as Omega Cody. And you think it's going to be a show stealer? That's what I asked. I don't know which is going to be the show stealer between those two. And like like Joe was just saying, I like this card. Yeah. Even though I'm not the fan of the character of Hangman Page, I think him and Abucha are going to have a classic. Yeah, th- yeah, they are. Joe, what do you think <laughs> could steal the show for this
6: one? I... I... I will say that Skrull and Castle will steal the show. All right, those two guys are like two guys that can like really work as far as far as wrestling in the ring really well, and their characters are highly entertaining. And like they both know how to work a crowd, and they're both super over, mm-hmm. so they're gonna get a ton of like in the building reaction, which is gonna enhance the match that much more. So I, I think that's the one that's gonna steal it. I mean, if the main event doesn't already. Right. Uh, I'm along the lines of
2: uh, what Smitty was saying. Paige and Abushi are two really good workers. Uh, Paige really impressed me against Switchblade at the uh, strong silo. What ball. a f- – God, that yeah. was
6: a violent match.
2: And I just think uh, him and Ibushi could have a barn burner. And I think it's – the reason I feel it could steal the show is because everyone's looking at that top of the card. And right there at the bottom is Paige, his build for the strong style evolved is, I've been winning matches, man. You guys haven't been paying attention. I think this could be a, ma- a match, especially against who who is been thrown into some major spotlight right now with the golden Lovers Himmy Kenny. I think that that in itself could skyrocket Adam Page to a major title run, uh, even if it's a mid card. But it's a major run.
5: I seen what a TV title with a TV title before him mm-hmm. taking any run at the uh, world championship. No, I agree. But I, and that's what I'm thinking that it.
6: He's this already gotten in, like there. quite the rub from from the Young Bucks and yeah. the Bullet Club. Page has, but he's he's done his part as well. He's he, they gave him the ball and he ran with it. You yeah. know, he. I mean, he's a, he's a great worker. He, like I said, I'm
5: not a. I, was, I, I don't hate. It's not and a racist page. gimmick, Smitty. Jesus Christ! I don't like the gimmick. I like the guy's work. Next
6: racist. time you like need like a rope to pull you like off the edge of a cliff, you know you're just gonna like deny it because it's a <laughs> rope. You know, like like I'm dying, but there's a rope with a loop on the end, so like I'm just gonna not grab it because it's a rope. I just goodbye, <gasps> cruel <cool> world. <laughs> All right then.
2: At least I'd rather at least fall than hang here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> then save, be
5: saved. <laughs> I am saved. I'm a child of God, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, okay. That's why your mama called in <laughs> and say, You shouldn't be saying stuff like that,
5: Smith. <laughs> yeah, and
0: if your mom saw you in a dress, you'd be going one of those save me. Mom plans. saw him in the dress. Yeah, did She she did oh, say she, I want to hear said, this. she
5: didn't want it. She didn't want to know. I was like, I don't even want to know. How much of the video did Mama Smitty watch? She only saw like the first she, she saw the, the honk this, no, she just saw the, you know. Oh, how, the preview one? Not even the preview one. It was just, you know how I'm the fucking poster child of the fucking video. It's just a picture of me. No, it's both of you. Yeah. But it's still. there's it's both of you <laughs> doing this. He only sees black. He sees the dress.
3: <laughs> no, my mother sees the dress
5: in that, in that photo. It's like, I don't even want to know.
0: I think you're talking about the preview. Because in the preview, in both previews he showed us, you were in a dress. I but it's not. still,
5: my mom was like, I don't even want to know. He's like you he would address. Sm- Smitty's want like
6: all. colorblind. Not that he sees like all races as one color. He just only sees black.
5: <laughs> like <laughs> no, what, no wonder why
4: nothing ever makes sense to any of us. He's having his own podcast. <laughs> he doesn't know we're here. <laughs> right.
6: That's why like he gets lost with me sometimes. He can only partially see me because I'm only part minority.
3: <laughs> like,
0: he only sees me part of the time.
6: <laughs> Uh, I'm only part, my mind. Uh, it's, it's true.
0: <laughs> it's
6: damn true. Yeah. the Germans really hated Joe's people. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they they took a lot of us out, and what? I'm still standing, bitches. I'm
2: still standing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> like survive. I already did. You know.
2: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. We are done. You have listened to one of our better shows. We appreciate you listening. Definitely follow us on all of our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Periscope, all of that stuff. Just do at BDRcast. Uh, If you haven't
6: noticed.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is making a ton of (laughs) noise, just putting away his (laughs) white? I almost thought (laughs) he was doing it on
6: purpose just to fucking troll us. (laughs) I was. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's why I turned to Michael. (laughs) Ah,
2: (laughs) So we couldn't hear it anymore. I troll
5: your troll back. (laughs) Oh. Sorry, uh fucking! He uh, just squirted all over Joe. You got a golden shower in the other sense. Wow! Uh, <laughs> so it's like you're bad. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> damn, <laughs> Joe killing somebody. Really nice. uh, well, we just had tag team
0: partners turn on each
4: other. <laughs> uh, we yeah, be damn. the first time.
0: Anything can happens. He always
6: gets blackout drunk and forgets it by the next podcast. Anyway, we're best friends. The next week. cool. <laughs> Sounds about right. (laughs) Are you you offended
2: when white people get blackout drunk? (laughs) Is that why you hate me all the time? Oh, man. (laughs) Don't hate you. (laughs) It's a very strong word. It works out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah follow us on all of our social media uh, definitely tune in uh, if, live if you're listening to this to, on us iTunes, Google Play Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast we do this show live 9.15pm Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday evening from Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak so go to PodcastDetroit.com download the Podcast Detroit app on your Google phone, on your any Android phone on any Apple phone, download that app. And in studio one, you can listen to us live on the go. You don't even need to be sitting by your fucking computer. Thank you so much to Daniel from pro wrestling scorecards for calling in today. We really appreciate that. Hit all of them up at PW scorecards guys. You can get your own scorecard. You can. Do your own fantasy booking. See if you can hang with the big boys. Because if they got that stuff coming up in the future, you're going to want to get your practice on right now. So download your scorecard. They got the link up. It's a pinned tweet. First thing you go if you go to at Scorecards on Twitter. And you can download a scorecard for TakeOver and a scorecard for WrestleMania. Also, remember, WrestleMania weekend. We have our event going on. NXT TakeOver on Saturday. WrestleMania on Sunday, Buffalo Wild Wings, downtown Detroit, Michigan. $3 domestic pints, $4 select apps, no cover. You can watch WrestleMania and TakeOver and even possibly be a part of our recap podcast. We got special giveaways from Jaeger, Jaegermeister, Detroit Respect, and Buffalo Wild Wings during WrestleMania. You can even come and see the Avid Pro Wrestling Championship belt. We've done a couple things with Avid Pro Wrestling already. Uh, Facebook.com slash Avid Wrestling. Twitter at Avid underscore wrestling. Uh, you can see the video put up on, if you look Avid Pro Wrestling on YouTube, I was a feature on this video where we're putting over the top 10 worst champions of all time. What was
6: undeserved?
4: Much, yeah, most undeserved and worst, same thing. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it was a much better list than the champion list that you guys <laughs> came up with.
5: Oh, 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 you're so funny! Oh, all right, Elvis, go on. Sucks, on bitch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Smitty had no reason to jump in right Not there, but at all. he did. Not at all.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We are your ring crew. Z, Iron Bar Joe, <laughs> uh,
4: Orlando,
5: the Lone Negro.
2: Sorry. <laughs> He's gonna die. I've
5: seen this movie.
3: And me,
2: the all-mikey one, Mikey. Again, thank you so much for listening and we are out.